Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how's it gonna be, kid? I'm a star. Bra, bra, bra! Coming down for ya. Damn it. Mandy, you're getting off the 73. I'm not a doing normal pet. I'm the animal. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 42 Level 1. I'm one of your hosts, Alsa Kennedy. This is episode 275. And here with me tonight, the Twilight Princess of all games, the Bell of the Ball himself. Mr. Andy Orkert. Yes. Um, and we're kind of on time. We're early-ish, and I remembered every bit of the start, like, because I've been off for like three days i'm off tomorrow as well so yeah so i feel kind of refreshed like it's nice doing the show refreshed instead of like i've literally just ate the last spoonful of dinner <laughs> before i talked to him <laughs> but yes we are here listeners uh, this is another show fantastically created by myself and andy brought to you with love live on allgames.com shameless plug yeah <laughs> when is updating the site man no one updates the site anymore um uh, you mean the all game site yeah yeah I mean, it's still update, there. Update it. Update it. Update it. Update it. I'll do it, man. I'll do it. I'll quit my job and do it. See if I win the lottery. They wouldn't pay you. <laughs> see, if, see if I win the lottery. I'll quit my job and do it. Okay. And if no, I win the lottery, well, I'll... Then you can pay what? me. You can hire me. Yeah, that's to, what I do. I'll hire Andy. You. Would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, cool. So, if everybody wants to put on a lottery ticket and give me the wins if they win, then that's what will happen. I'll run all games. I'll pay Andy. And uh, I'll be jiggly pokering the statistics every week for it to level one's the most listened to show. <laughs> I'm joking, of course I wouldn't do that. Or would I? <laughs> anyway, let's get started with Big Scream, We Scream. This is the part of the show where we talk about all the TV and all the movies we have watched this week. And I've watched a couple of things, Andy. Um, two films and TV shows. So I'll start with the TV show first. Uh, did I tell you I was watching that Homeland? I think you said you'd seen it. Yeah, man. Um, I've, okay. I've seen up to season three. Definitely the first two seasons anyway I've seen. Cool. So, as I was saying, I was plowing through it. Really enjoying it. I don't think it's mm. as g- gripping as, like, I don't know if it's just because tw- it's very similar to 24. I know it's the same sort of folk, but I mean, mm. Jack Bauer was just, uh, don't get me wrong. See, to be honest, carries get more quirks and stuff. Jack never really came into like Jack. Jack Bauer was kind of like a rough and ready Jason Bourne type, more than James yep. Bond. And Carrie's, Carrie's got more layers to her. See, with like a bipolar stuff and all that. Mm, like, definitely, she, yep. she's 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 a more better developed character. And Jack only really starts developing when he gets hooked on heroin. I think it's about mm-hmm. season five or something. And yeah. that's like, oh my god, he's still a junkie. That that part. But um, I finished season one, and I couldn't believe they never got. I'm halfway through season two, so it takes them a season and a half for them to catch Brody, and they finally got him. And 
like they caught him because they found that tape in Benghazi when mm, she yep. went back over. So that's the stage I'm at just now. And like uh, the fuck it, I like the guy that's kind of working with them just now. That um, oh, I can't remember the boss's name, Martian Band Hunter from Supergirl. Right. Um, he 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 gave them a guy like her and Saul to work with them. Um, and he stabs fucking Brody in the hand and just walks away. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I love that. However, right, I don't want you to confirm or deny and it might not have been reviewed yet because there is six seasons. I've still got my suspicions on Saul, right? Mm-hmm. Do, do you know why, right? The lie detector test keeps kicking back to me. Why was that scene played showing him failing the lie detector test? Like, in the first season? Like, he failed the lie detector test. He passed it up until it said that, um, did you slip the blade to, you know how they had the terrorist and they all blame Brody for giving him the blade and he killed himself, yeah. but they could, mm-hmm. they could never prove it, right? And then Carrie seen, obviously, like Brody f- could lie through a lie detector because he said that he'd never cheated on his wife. Well, it, it keeps playing in my head. Why would it show you Saul failing the lie detector for any other reason? Like, it just seems like that seed's too well planted. Plus, like I think the information that you know her her the original information came in episode one where it was her like informant said American prisoner war has been turned. Mm, right? Yep. What everybody keeps forgetting is Saul was a prisoner of war in Yemen. Well not everybody, this show's old, but like mm. what I keep forgetting. Saul was a prisoner of war in Yemen, right? Yemen, one Yemen street, Yemen. Do you know what I mean? So that's still an American prisoner of war. And it just that lie detector, there's something about so I don't trust him fully. Um, I like Saul. Like, uh, I can't remember if if that does come to play or not. Or Certainly it, not up to no, what I've seen. Till not up to be, right. So it's not up to be your scene. But do you see what I'm meaning? Like, there's certain things that Saul does that you don't mm. think about questioning because he's sort of the lovable father or uncle type to carry and stuff like that, and he's like always cared for her. But then there's things that come into play, like. It's like his wife's constantly away, so he would have the time. He's got resentment against the CIA because his wife's always away and she'd left them because of it. He he was a prisoner of war in Yemen and like or was it Yemen? It was summer. And Not then really like that, yeah. yeah, and then like uh, he also that lie detector just keeps coming back to me, man. I need to find that out. Nobody spoil it for me, please. And if it comes up, don't don't write it in the chat. Don't spoil it. I know this show's on like season seven now because it's like years old, but fuck something about Saul Andy just. I can't, I can't stop thinking about that lie detector. What would what was the significance in that scene? Like everything in these shows has to have a purpose, and like Saul failing that question in the lie detector, it, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I can't I can't remember off the top of my head if to if, if they address to it up to up to up to the point where I'm at. I certainly mm-hmm. don't remember anything off. But you would remember we watched that show. You I would, might remember, but um, you would 100 percent remember if I can't that like Saul was actually turned. Do you know who who Saul is? Um, like who, who the actor is? No, he looks like, like Jim's you, dad. Have you <laughs> have you seen the the movie Princess Bride? No, Oof, years ago maybe. So so he's he's in. Is that the, the one with Andre the Giant? Yeah, with Andre the Giant. Yeah, he's in that movie. See the guy that's like pals with Andre the Giant. Vaguely, is that him? He's the he's the swordsman guy. That's him. <laughs> oh. He's the one. He plays uh, the character's called Inigo Montoya, and he's the right. one that, that says the line. Uh, uh, he talks about the like the five fingered man, and like he, he's like, "Oh, what's he says? Um, you killed my father. Prepare to die." He's that oh, guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is that him? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Obviously, not... a lot younger back a then. A lot younger. Yeah. I can't picture yeah. <laughs> him. Doesn't help. But no, I'm. 
I really like this show. Um, I don't know how they're going to stretch it to seven seasons. Um, I really you, don't. Um, so, so where where is it set just now? Well, like, have you seen a big tower block? In Beirut, where they went to, and she found the bag of stuff, and then they came back. No, no, it's like a there's a bit where there's a, like a big tower block where somebody goes and stays for a while, and it's like a kind of like a it's almost like a. Oh. This isn't a spoiler, by the way. It's just like a location. It's like this big, massive tower block that's all all the windows and stuff like that are blown out on. And it's like an abandoned tower block, essentially. No, but Saul has nope. uh, needs to find a new house because he rented his house out. I don't know. <laughs> it's not. It's not that. <laughs> because remember, he came, he went to Beirut and like he had to re-recruit Carrie because season two starts like a like six mm. months after season one mm. or something. But mm. um, no, I haven't. But the, the the part it's still in the same place. I think just now Carrie's only just moved out of dad's house and like mm. um, what do you call it? The um, Mike is starting to suspect because you know how they've got the drunk pal that's better against the army because he gets his legs blown off and he's always like just saying it how it is and like he was mm. pumping your wife when you were away and like mm. he was round ranting to like Brody's wife and he's he's onto something. He's like he was the best shot in our unit and he missed three times. Blah blah blah. And he's like uh, he has to be working with somebody. And then he's like, what if he was working with Brody? And that's the last thing he said. And Mike's kind of just looking about, like thinking about it just now. Like mm. he's onto something here. Um, and like uh, the, the Carrie just figured out that Marine 1 and Marine 2 aren't names of planes. It was the name of Brody and uh, the guy that he killed, his pal, Tucker mm, yep. or something. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really good show, man. Like, see if you like that show, honestly. Uh, Designate Survivor. Fuck off, Andy. Shut up. I swear to God, mate. Like, that wasn't a snake I've watched no. some of it. Designated Survivor is like as good as that show is. It is not. 100% it is. It, it is not. It is not because Homeland got me for episode one while I was tired. <laughs> so anyway, I might get to it at some point. I still need to finish 24. You know, like I only got to the bit. And I never even got up to Die Another Day. I got to... Uh, do you know, I don't even... Like, live Another Day, you mean? Whatever it's called, you know. Die, Die Another Day is the podcast. Yeah, of course <laughs> it is. But like, um, like, do you know my favourite season of 24? It's the one where Jackson downtown LA and he has to stand on a rooftop and a nook goes off. That was the holy fuck moment for me. Mm. It was like, obviously season one was incredible, right? Because it was his daughter kidnapped and stuff. But mm. like, see season five when you didn't think that they would do something like that in the show, but then they set the nook off and Jack's on the rooftop seeing the nuclear cloud. I was mm. like, <sighs> so it dragged out because he became a junkie. And then like, what I'm, I'm maybe on season seven and I think, live another day season nine so i've got two seasons to watch i think season seven is just after the movie you know where he goes to africa and rescues the kids yep that movie's actually quite good redemption was good yeah mm. yeah um there's talk about it coming back again like not legacy though one and done because it wasn't popular but mm. they're, they're talking about doing it jack uh, kiefer southern says he wants to do it again if they kill off jack and it's a movie mm. yeah well, I mean, I a movie that. would be a bigger payday for him than a season of a TV show. Of course, probably, so. of course. It would but be. I mean, he's but... he's doing really well in uh, in Designated Survivors now. Like, it's doing really True. well, like good numbers and that. So, True. but not Home Homeland's worth of watching. It's still ongoing. Um, I think there's so... less. There's a lot less like uh, stunts involved in uh, Designated Survivor as well for uh, for Kiefer Sutherland. And now that he's a bit older, he's like, I get to play the fucking president of America. Well, that's kind of a Jack Ryan story. Like, I'm looking forward <laughs> to Jack Ryan coming. Because... 
um, John Krasinski, I liked him anyway. And uh, this, the next film, this is a nice segue, kind of leads into it. Like, the next film could almost be seen as a prequel to the Jack Ryan, and it's based on a true story. It's called 13 Hours. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Really fucking good film. And it's about the secret soldiers of Benghazi, and it's about uh, six soldiers after, you know, uh, Obama went in and, and said that Libya was free now mm-hmm. and got rid of Gaddafi and all that. Well, it's yeah. set during that time. Uh, so it's all okay. true story. Like all these soldiers were real, and the event happened were real. And like, um, they ha- there's an embassy that get, starts getting attacked because they start the tribes, not tribes, but like the local gangs start forming to see who's going to be the new leader of Libya. And they, they they've got like a VIP in this safe house, and like they have to just survive the night. So it's like 13 hours of survival basically with them. Um, these guys, the six soldiers, uh, Captain Flint's in it as well. Uh, okay. From- He's in space? it. Uh, no, well, from yes, he's in Lost Space. Yeah, he's in Lost Space as well. But like, he's in it as well. Um, Roy from the office, the American office, is in it weirdly as well. He's a sniper. Um, but yeah, John Krasinski is the main character, and his name's Jack in it as well. And he's a Family Guy who kind of starts being a contractor because he's run out of cash. So um, yeah, I'd highly recommend Thirteen Hours. It's on Netflix. Michael Bay produced it. But um, he's good at doing army films without robots. If there is robots, don't expect to see any robots doing anything. Just see side glimpses of Transformers. Um, <laughs> but no, 13 hours well worth a watch. Not everything Michael Bay does is shit. Look at Black Sails. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, the Transformers movies, some of them are okay. Yeah, the first one. Just when you don't... The ones that didn't blow up the moon. Just the first one. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, watch that. So I'm looking forward to Jack Ryan. Like I said, watch some All Fears. That's an old film, really good film. That's like ben a Affleck. good movie, man. Like I really like that. Ben Affleck and uh, Morgan Freeman. Because that's the one awesome. where, like, yeah, the kind of end game of it is like somebody's planted bombs in it, and they have to go and find them. That's and there's one. At, no, there's no, there's one at an ice hockey rink or something. Uh, don't think so. Something like I don't that. Think so. I'm I think so. I think, I, I think I watched it last week. I was tired. Anyway, so maybe maybe that did That's happen. A good, it's a really good Some movie. Of, have you seen the new Jack Ryan when it's on Netflix with Chris Pine, like uh, Captain Kirk? No, I haven't seen it, man. Is that the Shadow it's Recruit decent. one? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a prequel. Mm. Um, Kevin Costner's sort of the guy that recruits him. Um, but do you know what I realised? Uh, I watched the older ones because I'm obviously getting in the mood for this. And obviously Splinter Cell around the corner. It's Tom Clancy peak time just now. <laughs> um, talk is though Splinter Cell's 2019. Or 2020, which would be annoying because then it'll be a launch title for PS5. But anyway, uh, I'm still hoping it's Xbox One exclusive. Every, well, um, well, well, if you th- if you think about it, um, remember when they announced uh, Watch Dogs? They never gave platforms for it, like when they originally announced the E3. Um, True. so they might do that. They might just announce the game and like not say like what platforms it's coming for, and then True. it will come to the new consoles when they come out. Who knows? But anyway, um, John Clark, right? I don't know if you know that name. He's in a few of these things. Liv Schreiber plays John Clark in the new Jack Ryan. I watched that mm-hmm. with Tasha, who was a Sabretooth in yeah. uh, X-Men. I, I like that actor. He plays John Clark. In the older movies, it's, uh, what was his face that was the goblin in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? Who's Green Goblin? Not James Franco. Uh, William Defoe. William Defoe plays John Clark. And in the second, Clear and Present Danger, he actually has his team. And do you know what team John Clark set up? The Avengers. Nope, it's Tom Clancy. Rainbow Six. Okay, cool. So John Clark's like the head of Rainbow Six. Because Jack Ryan's story is kind of like an unwilling James Bond type who ends up Mm -hmm. becoming president. So um, 
he goes through all these missions and stuff. But yeah, I seen John Clark's quite cool. Uh, he's mentioned in a few of the Rainbow Six games. I'm sure he's in some of the early Rainbow Six games, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I forgot including Present Danger Rainbow Six were actually there. Hunt for Red October is really the worst one. I know Sean Connery's in it, but it really is. It's a, such it's a, a stupid film. submarine one, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a submarine. Yeah. It's, and then it's like, oh, are the bad guys are the bad guys. No, they were just defectors, like they said, all the way along. So it's just a, well, well, America won't they blow up the submarine for the whole movie? And then they didn't. And then it turns out the Russians were actually on the American side and they were defecting. Oh, and Alec Baldwin's Jack Ryan, who's terrible in it anyway. Um, but no, uh, Patriot Games, Gloom, Present Danger are good. But they're, they're sequels, direct sequels to fucking Hunt for Red October as well. Mm. Alec Baldwin didn't come back. Um, Some All Fears is kind of a semi-reboot. And then Jack Ryan, uh, Shadow Recruit, is a full-on reboot. But then the new series is a whole new ball game. It's not based on any books or anything. It's just right. its own thing. So, yeah, well worth a watch. I definitely, Tasha enjoyed Shadow Recruit. She really thought it was cool. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Kira Knightley, I'm sure it is. Plays his wife in that one. And okay, I'll, def- I'll definitely watch it. I like Kira Knightley. <laughs> I'm sure it's Kira Knightley. Or Natalie Portman, that. maybe? No, no, I know what Natalie Portman looks like. <laughs> they look Although the same. They look the same. I know, well, she played, she played our doppelganger in Star Wars. In Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, shit. I'm sure it's Kira Knightley. Is Keira Knightley, yes. Yeah. Kevin Costner, Chris Pine. And I like Chris Pine. He's an underrated uh, actor, I think. I really like him I liked him in Star Wars. Uh, sorry, Star Trek. He was really yeah. good in that one. The first He's one, really... I didn't like the second one. I didn't like the second or third one. Like the first, third one was better than the second. But even though the second one was really cool because I like Cumberbitch, but mm-hmm. like um, the first, the first Star Trek film was so well done that JJ Abrams could have literally dropped amazing movie man. Like he could have literally dropped the mic and went boom, done. Like total reimagining of it. So good, man. He's such co- cocky wee shit in the bar. Um, that's actually who Superman's grandpa Seg reminds me of in Krypton like he right. kind of okay. like that sort of Captain Kirk style but I haven't watched any more Krypton anyway um, what else I watched one last thing I watched Valerian last night Andy okay um, so how, how, how was this it's a long movie right and the plot's a wee bit all over the place but once you get your head round it's not like overly confusing like it's it's not got enough depth, but it acts like it does. So I'm like, why Why is that a thing? How does that work? And Tasha's like, you don't need to know, just enjoy it. So Tasha really enjoyed it, and she's a fan of Avatar. And I enjoyed it, and I'm a fan of Star Wars and hate Avatar, but it's like a blend of them both. It's as if Disney done their own Star Wars, even though Valerian was a comic, which I found out during this. I went, that's a scene from Star Wars. That's a fucking scene from Star Wars. The comic actually came out like eight years before Star Wars and apparently was one of the influences when George Lucas was making it along with Flash Gordon. Found that out last night. Hmm. So uh, it, ma- it makes total sense. This one's based off a of book nine of the comics. Um, and the only thing that's unbelievable is that the two in it, like uh, the goblin from uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Can't remember that guy's name. Nah, I don't, don't know. Uh, you know the guy I mean, though, but he's... Yeah, the guy that got cancer. Yeah. <sighs> He's really bad. He's really bad in this as well. And his uh, girlfriend in it, that's the other lead, is uh, the witch, the enchantress from Suicide Squad. Both boring. Mm-hmm. Both look far too young to be like army majors or generals. Not believable at all. But like Clive Owens in it, Rihanna's in it. There's loads of fucking famous folk in this film. And see, to be honest, it's one of those films that when it goes through the city and like some of the, the scenery and stuff's really lovely in it. Like, um, I want it to slow down and show me what's in the shops. Show me what that guy's doing. It's a bit like in Guardians of the Galaxy when it goes through the sort of Senate style bit. And it's like, yeah. what's in that pub? Well, I want to go in there. I want to see what's in there. I want to explore this part right here and you never get to see it. So it's like a spoonful of Star Wars, a spoonful of Avatar, a spoonful of Guardians of the Galaxy. 
and like it all kind of works but the ending's not exactly the most satisfying ending i think they've talked about a sequel coming to netflix like the guy making it wants to do this it's the same director that done the fifth element that made this yeah um the cgi in it is incredible like really good there's a MacGuffin. Like, there's a MacGuffin, there's always a MacGuffin in these movies, but, like, yeah, I really generally enjoyed it, and there's even a Jabba the Hutt style creature voiced by John Goodman, um, which was quite mm-hmm. cool. He's very recognisable when you see him, but he's, like, a gangster, and he's doing shady dealings. Um, yeah, very cool. Like, very cool movie. I'm, I'm just disappointed it didn't do so well. Like, I'm part of the problem, though. Like, everyone's like, Valerian looks really cool. Like, I even read a thing about a journalist uh, who was talking about Valerian too and saying, oh, Valerian's cool, eh? Yeah, you agree? You're a liar. You never went to the cinema. No one did. I didn't even go and see it, but it's the movie that everybody talks about but no, nobody went to actually see. <laughs> so uh, I would highly recommend checking out Netflix, man. Like, it is a long film, though. I, I will watch it. Like, I saw it came up a few weeks ago and I just haven't got around to watching yeah. it. But, like, uh, I, I was, again... Like, like you say, part of the problem where yep. I saw the trailer before and went, that looks fucking cool as fuck. Cool. Yep. And then yep. I went to see the cinema. It's not my favourite sci-fi movie of all time from it, but it's one that I will stick on again at some point to mm. see all the, the species and the creatures and stuff that I missed. Like, really cool, but I wish it slowed down. This is a film where I wish they'd made a trilogy out of it. You know, that mm. way? Where it's like, <laughs> you get a trilogy out of fucking Harry Potter side story that's out just now, <laughs> The Fantastic Beast. You get a film out of a junior novel called The Hobbit, three films out of it, but a comic book with years worth of history and it's all rammed into two and a half hours odd. It's like, mm. yeah, just... Um, I wish they'd broke it up more and went into more explanations about stuff. The, uh, Cypher from The Matrix is in it at one point as mm. well. I, I remember one. Oh, uh, Joe Pantolonio. Yeah, he's in it. I like him. He's a good actor. To to be fair to the the Fantastic Beast movie, uh, actually a very very good movie. Yeah, but no, I never I never said it wasn't right. But what I'm saying is this should have been split into three films, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like, and it seemed rushed to get to the end, and I wasn't overly satisfied with the ending personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just it's functional. Is what I'll say about it. It was enjoyable enough that I watched it again, though, which says I liked it. I'd say seven out of, seven out of ten, but a good seven out of ten. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I mean seven out of ten is like a good score. Like I don't get people that go like they see a game review and it's like, oh, I only got a seven. I'm like, uh, seven is pretty fucking good. <laughs> Anything above five is worth a shot. Yeah, I mean seven, seven like would mean good to me. Like yeah. eight, nine, ten is like great, amazing. Um, yeah. Four and below, four is like a bit shit three is yeah. uh, try try not to watch it and then two yeah. and one is like never fucking touch this ever so what else I found out was uh, Fast and Furious um, it's already getting a spin off with The Rock the films have been on forever it seems like now they're nothing to do with the original film they're doing a spin off for Netflix like an animated series featuring Vin Diesel's character's cousin which hasn't Jeez. been in any of the films um, it's already listed on Netflix great Fast and can't wait to see that However, something that I can can't wait is actually see Venom the movie second trailer hit and it looks fucking mm. awesome, man. The only thing that pisses me off is they've done it so well, but they've pulled it away from Spider Man. If they don't have fucking um Tom Holland in this at some point, they've made a big mistake, man. Just throw him in the Venom movie. Like they've done the right thing. Venom always needed his own movie. They're doing the whole suit sort of thing. It looks doing a combination between the symbiote and a suit that was experimented on to heal folk which is cool because that's taken both kind of like ultimate and normal versions Mm -hmm. and 
I, I like the look of Venom. Phase. I hated him. I think it's cool. I like the the symbiote coming out. Um, Tom Hardy looks cool in it as well. But I, I've just got this worrying feeling. Like I'm in the back of my mind's always going, Tom Holland's going to be in it. But I've got this worrying feeling that it's going to be completely, completely standalone. Yeah, I kind of have the same feeling. However, uh, like I totally agree on on how good this trailer was. Like it's yeah. so so strange that. Do you remember the first trailer they put out for this? Yeah, it looks shit. It was terrible. Like, like yeah. oh, this looks like a really bad movie. Like, they didn't, yeah. didn't show anything to do with Venom, and they didn't, yep. like, give any hints at what Venom was or anything like that, and they didn't even have, like, the the whole, like, uh, him having the voice in his head or anything like that whatsoever. It was just like, oh, Tom Hardy, like, shakes around on a table a little bit, and there's, like, yeah, yeah some people <laughs> kick around in a lab, and there's some cars drive about, and there's an explosion. Like, okay, that's a really bad trailer. That doesn't tell any, anyone anything about your movie at all whatsoever. That You could have fucking made that trailer out of stock footage. You didn't yeah, need to film a single thing. But Tom Hardy was... playing, yeah, Tom Hardy yeah. playing a guy with issues. Like, that's 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 Tom Hardy's role. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But this, this trailer was fucking great. And, uh, like, I, I really liked, even before they actually showed Venom, like, which I think they definitely needed to do, because I think the backlash from the first trailer would have been like, yeah, you didn't even show Venom. Like, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, this trailer was brilliant. Like, even, even before they showed that, like, they, they showed, like, bits and pieces of, like, what the symbiote power could do and whatnot, and they set up, like, the plot for the movie and everything. So yeah, this yeah. is, like, a perfect trailer. So well done, and, and like, capped off with showing you what Venom looks like, and he looks fucking great. Obviously, they only showed his head so far, so they didn't show you the rest it of the body, which, cool, is, which is totally fine, but, like, the head is the the main thing that you need to get right so it like so you can like, you say that yes you, you say that for me it's more like he needs to be bulkier and i don't mean oh, yeah. hulk bulky mm. but he needs to be bigger than a normal human bulky mm. tom hardy's the perfect build for um eddie brock but like venom like needs to be like quite large i like the sort of that kind of venom i don't like the venom that where he's like thinner i don't like the venom where he's like um uh like, you mean aging uh, venom no, no, Agent nope. Venom. Well, Agent Venom's a nice twist on it. I mean, like, mm. there's Venom where he's. I like Venom where he is more or less Hulk size. You know, like kind yeah. of a bit bigger. He has to be a bit bigger, I think, because see, Spider Man Three is what I'm bigger. looking for. See, in mm. Spider Man Three, it was mm. just like the guy in a suit. He didn't look bigger. Mm. He does like, look bulky. bigger in the. Uh, he, he does look bigger in the in the trailer. To be fair, like he looks like he's towering above like the guy he's talking to, which is good. Which mm. is good. Yeah, but and, I really yeah. hope that they use I, the I opportunity. Like the, the venom, the the venom head that they showed, like I yeah, thought it was, it was amazing. Fraser like, didn't like it, but I, the CG I was perfect on it. Yeah, because they get yeah. that wrong like so much because it's like like things like that they're so heavily reliant on CG. But, like, um, see so, like, for for that perfect, absolutely bang on. His tongue, his tongue, his teeth, everything like that's how you you see venom in the comics. That's what he looks like. That's what you'd imagine him looking like. Um, I, I really think though that it's a Spider-Man villain it has to have some Spider-Man tie and I know there's the talk mm. of the black cat and all this and Spider-Man they've said will exist in that universe as well but this this universe isn't MCU but they've still got that deal with Sony and I think they're lying and are you telling me that the MCU went through some more money saying can we can we, can we we throw Tom into the Venom movie we, could, we need Venom we would like Venom we're rebooting it after Avengers please 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 please, please. let's tie it in I, fucking they have to, man. Like, don't get me wrong. There's sixty percent of my head going. They're not going to be ready for disappointment. Not disappointment, but you know what I mean. Like a wasted mm, opportunity. Yeah. But there's part, the forty percent of me is going. Even an after credit scene of Tom Holland going, "Hi, I'm Peter Parker." 
even if it's like uh, Eddie Brock interview him or something like that, because he's like obviously yeah. a reporter in this. Yeah, yeah, something or like, like that. Peter or Spider Man on the back, the background, like what Shield does, but you actually get to see yeah. him. <laughs> not, like not Peter... just the figures of Spider Man. <laughs> or, 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 or like, or like, like... pictures of uh, for him or something like yeah. that. Yeah, junior photographer for him. That yeah. would be cool. However, the way that uh, it looks like it's going is they're skipping the photography side and he's going down the Santa's route by the looks of it because he's Iron Spider in the next one because he's got his internship with Tony Stark. But then again, it might turn out that he's been taking photos to make make ends meet for Aunt May while he waits yeah. on his checks or something. Who knows? Do you know what I mean? Just an extra job. Um, although I don't think Tony Stark would... would he's going to pay him highly. He knows that he's Iron Man as well. Everyone knows yeah, he's, he's Iron he's Man. he's a fucking billionaire. Like he's, yeah. he's just giving he's him a not, little... Who, know, who knows? Maybe it's just a passion, an interest. He's doing it because Mary Jane works at this, the offices or something. Do you know mm, what I mean? That yeah. would make sense because that's what the story was. She was never a scientist like in Andrew Garfield ones. Mary Jane, scientist? No, she's a model. Like <laughs> that's what she model. does. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, although although that wasn't Mary Jane and the Andrew Garfield either. That was um, Gwen Stacy. Yeah, yeah, Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Yeah, but then who knows? Who knows? I, I just. Part a lot. I, I think I'll like this film, but like, there's a big part of me going. If you don't put Spider Man in it, I might cry a wee bit. Going, I just want mm. to see Spider Man. A cool Spider Man, a cool Venom. I think the biggest problem with this is Eddie Brock's far too old to hate Peter Parker, unless Eddie Brock's got a hard time during it and he sees like Spider Man merchandise. This kid getting all this money and he's got this resentment for no reason. That would make sense, you know. Maybe he doesn't meet mm. Spider Man. You know, maybe there's that way where Spider Man saves somebody, like you know, like Electro and. Amazing Spider-Man 2, that oh, style. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But except Venom never meets Spider-Man, but that's the inspiration that, you know, Eddie Brock uses. But it looks like he makes a deal with him, which is, mm. that's not Venom. Like, like he's, he's going anti-hero straight away. You know, it looks like he's doing a sort of Poison sort of style thing rather than Venom, where Poison made the deal with the cop that once once a month or once a week, he got to, the, the symbiote got control. Like, you see that in this trailer. So Who knows? Because you can't tell a whole film from three, four minutes. Mm. Although Jurassic World is fucking trying to tell us the whole story in every trailer mm. that comes out, man. Like, I basically know that from start to finish now. But, um, yeah. Jurassic World's one, though, that the second trailer kind of makes it look like it's going off the batshit crazy scale. You know, I mean, like, almost close to, remember the rumours of Jurassic Park 4 having human dinosaur, human dinosaur mm-hmm. hybrid soldiers? That's the way that it looks like it's heading, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> genuinely. To be honest, I think the, the first movie, like, hooked me in so much that, like, I don't even care what the second movie is. I will go and see it anyway, like, regardless 100%. of how you in the trailers. 100% but see that second trailer that came out for Jurassic World the other week I forgot to talk about it last week it's kind of like I don't know if I watched it oh man like you've seen the trailer with Island exploding and stuff yeah mm, and they yeah, said yeah. that's from the start of the movie well obviously he's from the trailer this, so this is you don't mind trailer spoilers if anyone else does stop listening yeah. he's got he's been tricked to go back to rescue Blue because she's the last of her species and they want to like they don't have to necessarily save the dinosaurs they just need their DNA you know that way and they yep, can't yep. catch blue and he gets taken back for that but then it turns out you know how they made the indominus rex which was the most aggressive predator ever turns yep. out it wasn't and there's another one with big fingernails that can open doors and stuff and like it doesn't go invisible by the looks of it. it just looks like a giant t-rex raptor again but not white you know it's almost as if jurassic world was their alien resurrection with that white fucking alien at the end you know they've made a <laughs> so this looks kind of the same it's the most vicious thing ever, but it looks like they're showing it off at a museum. It's weird. Hmm. But, um, hey, I always wanted Jurassic Park in the city. 
like you know, like they kind of yeah. done in Lost World at the end. Yeah. I thought Jurassic Park would be great in the city if they had a zoo. Like I think that's the way they need to head for the third one. The second one needs to be them kind of obviously the islands that gone, like the parks closed and stuff like that. They need to try a zoo in the middle of the city. That's what I think. Because <laughs> like, I mean, how would you explain that from a plot point? Like, oh yeah, see that island like we had over there that uh, loads of people died at, and uh, yeah. all the dinosaurs broke loose. We're gonna like make one of those, but like in the middle of fucking New York. Could well, it's more contained. Oh, yeah, going, yeah, yeah. Well, the way that they'll say it is, look, look at how timid and subdued like animals get in the zoo. Like most animals do, and it's actually a sad thing that a lot of animals. I only like going to zoos if they're actual conservation, where the animal is going to die in the wild. Where like some zoos, they've actually kidnapped them and it's subdued them, made them half them. I think they they could go down that route. Like the dinosaurs will be under our constant watch, middle of the city. They're not going to be in their natural habitats. So there's no chance of surprises and blah blah. Jurassic Zoo, go for it, do it. Anyway, that's all I watched. I would recommend Valerian. Um, I'm planning on watching Annihilation in the Circle tomorrow. So the Circle looks really good on Netflix. Don't know if you've checked that out. Looks good. Hey, Tom Hanks. It's a kind of a watchdoggy style situation where, like, mm-hmm. imagine a tech company that watches everything, and this girl starts working for them. And, and Tom starts... Hanks is, is like giving a motivational speech, yeah. of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've seen yeah. a trailer for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when it turns out they're actually controlling drone strikes and stuff like that. So the yep. shady goes on. Yeah, yeah, I've got that on my list. Yeah, it looks good. Looks good. It's a book. It's based on a book. Usually films that are based on books are good. But yeah, that's my next one. Anyway, Andy, what have you been watching? Yeah, I don't think I watched anything. <laughs> I watched the, a couple of new episodes of uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, but yeah, Love that's that about show. it. It's fucking so funny, um, but uh, like nothing, nothing ex- really exciting to to report home. That's a shame. Did you not see a quiet place then? No, no, I didn't. I'm waiting for it to come out on, on the pirate ship. See, am I right in saying that is Avengers out tonight? Avengers is out on the 26th over here. So, like, so mid- like tomorrow, midnight, midnight? Midnight, midnight I might tomorrow, go. yeah. I might go now. Uh, I'm going to go on Sunday, I think. I might see if somebody wants to go tomorrow. Fraser wanted to go on a double date, and I'm like, I don't want to see the Avengers with Tisha. Oh, in case, in case you turn around and go, this isn't right, this isn't like the concept. <laughs> that was for the first film you know I'm more, I'm, far more, I'm, I'm far more understanding the, like, yeah. the, with films like that these days I, I know I know my development listen I've done an interview recently where I identified <laughs> a lot of my weaknesses I'm very good at that so, I used, so that's I your used, biggest weakness The Avengers that movie with how first movie you were about it. that's oh, your biggest so fucking, weakness mate <laughs> I can't see looking back I was I know you walked back with me unfortunately sad for you like honestly I was so raging at Avengers first movie but now I've come to acceptance is it's not the comics it's a fucking movie mm. <laughs> like the end so Fraser's kind of swaying the way that I was back then that was nearly 10 years ago though or something like that that was like 2011 or 12 yeah 2012 so like 6, yeah, six, so years, ago. six years ago yeah I've changed I'm, I'm more accepting <laughs> I even admit like what was I like with Far Cry 5? Never going to get this. I'm never going to get this. And then three shows in, I went, who am I kidding? There's a good chance I'll get this, Andy. <laughs> I do that with a lot. Anyway. Do you feel like you do that uh, a lot with games? Like, I'm never buying that. And then like never you're buy- like, oh, look at that bot. Okay. I still, I still do that. I still do that. But um, no, I mean, like at least now I admit it. Whereas before I would deny it. Deny it. Nah, I don't want that game. I don't want that game and I'd get it. But now I'll be like, who am I kidding? I will buy it. But with films, I'm a wee bit more excited. Oh, yeah, Tiger Claw says that uh, the new dinosaur is called the Indoraptor. Fuck off. It's a terrible name for a dinosaur. Uh, well, it was the Indominus Rex, remember, where it was the yeah. T-Rex cross with the raptor, so this will be the other way around, and it'll be 
rat to like and it's got like giant claws it just looks like my cat when it, she needs her claws clipped and it's going in the wee girl's bedroom and it's got this creepy music box going do 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 <laughs> anyway it looks more like a horror film but then Chris Pratt's face makes it look stupid so I, I don't I, I don't know I liked him in, in that first movie man I, I liked him really in the first one but Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. I think he's burning out. I think John Krasinski is going to take his spot soon. He deserves you know, it. Do you know John Krasinski was uh, auditioned for Captain America? Uh-huh. Like back when, uh, back before, like Chris Evans got it. Yeah. Like he auditioned right. for it as well. Like uh-huh. how ridiculous would he look as fucking Captain America? But then again, I'd have said that about Chris Evans first. He's the skinny guy that played the Human Torch. No, you, know you can see it like when you uh, see, what, look back yeah, and watch that Fantastic Four movie. You're like, he, yeah, okay, he's yeah. he's gonna be. He was thinner, one. but like honestly, see that guy. Uh, but then his character was completely different. Captain America's goody two shoes. Johnny Storm's a cock, but like, uh, uh, what do you call it? I w- I really hope that uh, Chris Evans stays with the franchise until they get the Fantastic Four back, so he can meet the Human Torch. <laughs> I just like, want You look familiar. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, because um, there's a point now where they can do that, I mean, and yeah. tongue in cheek it. So um, let's move on to a level up. This is part of the show where we talk about all the games that we've played this week and the video game news. So, Andy, what's been happening in the video game news? Hey, Watch Dogs 3 got revealed accidentally by a Ubisoft AI assistant. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. Somehow, like, yeah. Well, you can ask it questions and somebody asks that a question. It's like a virtual assistant for, you know, yeah. like the Uplay store and somebody asked that a question about Watch Dogs 3 and it basically confirmed it and talked about it. <laughs> That's stupid. But, I mean, it was kind of... Uh, you kind of knew it was going to happen. Like, Watch Dogs 2, like, from what I played of it, it was okay. But really surprisingly, because, I mean, we didn't like Watch Dogs 1 that much, but you could see the potential for the franchise. And, yeah. Like, Watch Dogs 2 just went in, like, completely opposite GTA direction. almost. You woke yeah, because they like they, they went and they looked at they went and they looked at the the feedback for Watch Dogs one and they took the wrong things on board and went okay we need to make this like more fun and and crazy and wild and that's not what they no, needed to do no, no. they need to dark. make like like yeah. yeah they need to make a similar game but just like make all free the things run. better in it exact and, same but free running I mean they did have free running in Watch Dogs two but they made no, but it not the first one but they made it, it no was more the... like, it was shit free running. It was shit free running. Yeah, I didn't like Watch Dogs two at all. From what I played, I mean, I only played a couple of hours, and I'm like, yeah, this is not for me. This doesn't compel me to want to get any further into it whatsoever. Um, no, nope. I know. Was interested like, in Pierce. He was an interesting yeah. character. And like, and it's not because it's not because the the main character's black or anything like that. Before anyone says that, like, because uh, I actually quite liked the idea of the character, but just the the world that they built around him and like those other fucking hackers and all that shit like I was like mm, this is just not floating my boat whatsoever here. No, so, I wanted it to be more in the, a sideline of the Assassin's Creed world, like universe, when basically was mm-hmm. and with free running. But I wanted to keep Aiden Pierce. He wasn't the problem. No, I mean he wasn't the most exciting character in the world, but you write him a better story. You That's don't not need his to have, like you don't need to have the most exciting main character in the world have a best to story. have to have yeah. a great story at all. <sighs> but yeah, so Watch Dogs Three. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely buy it. I think I need to actually go back and finish Watch Dogs Two. I will um, just, one day, but... just to just to get through it because like I've beaten like all the mainline Assassin's Creed games apart from Assassin's Creed One, and like obviously Watch Dogs is kind of a bit tied into that. So I feel like I should go and and beat beat Watch Dogs Two as well. 
Certainly, yeah. if they announce Watch Dogs, or if they, well, I mean, if they say it's coming this year, then I will, I will not get Watch Dogs three this year. But like, I might pick up Watch Dogs two. And Watch Dogs two is like six quid now. Yeah, it's pretty cheap now. I think it's more than that, but it's pretty cheap. The six pounds one point. Probably. Um. Anyway, um, Dark Souls remastered got delayed on the Switch for some reason. Which is weird. And, Inclu- and, and they also delayed. delayed uh, uh, yeah, they did delay the Amiibo because it's coming out like day and day. Um, and also they delayed the. Uh, there was supposed to be a technical test. Um, I think they said it was supposed to be in April, but they've delayed that as well. So they're obviously facing some issues with the Switch port. Last fucking minute issues because this game is due to launch in like a month. And they're not say like they never said that the PS4, Xbox One, and PC versions are getting delayed. So it's only the Switch version. So they're obviously facing issues with the port, and um, probably with the online shit. They probably went to like do the online, and they're like, oh, and yeah, you just invite your friend. No, no, this will be like if you want to get your friend, you just invite them to your party, and then you're good to go. And Nintendo's went, um, like we don't have a party system. Yeah. And they've turned around and went, hey, what? <laughs> yeah, you need to have a lobby. Doom gets around it. Mm-hmm. Be, but I mean, if it's a game that needs a party system or a group, then yeah. Because I don't know how it works in Dark Souls. To be fair, but I know in Bloodborne there was a way you could like summon your friend into the game, but you had to like invite your friend by their like name or something like that. Yeah. And I don't know if you can do that through the Switch, so I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Because I mean, remember how we had to do it in fucking uh, in in Splatoon? It was bad enough. Like Jesus. Maybe they'll have to like introduce the dark uh, Dark Souls into that fucking app, or just a party chat before you start charging us. Just a party chat would be absolutely fine, like on the system. Like, come on, to fuck. But anyway, um, Call of Duty Black Ops Four. It look they, there's heavy, heavy rumours going around that um, it looks like they've ditched the single player campaign and Wouldn't they have me. put in a battle royale mode. Wouldn't surprise me. However, yeah, and and that's fine. I don't care. I won't buy Black Ops Four anyway. I don't like Black Ops. At I don't all. like I played, the Black Ops series. I the like first some one. Yeah, I like Ghosts. I wanted Ghosts too. I really up in Scotland in it, and they, they never done anything with it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like I, I really liked Advanced and Infinite Warfare. I thought like, Infinite Warfare. Yeah, we're the only two people in the planet. Yeah, the single player campaign in Infinite Warfare was really, was really good. good. I really enjoyed yeah. it, and uh, the. Uh, uh, the single player campaign from what I played of Advanced Warfare was pretty good as well um, and I really liked the multiplayer Advanced Warfare I couldn't play the Inf- Infinite Warfare one because it didn't work f- for me for some reason because of my uh, yeah, the my internet's configured the, was it Nats or whatever it is okay like it didn't even let me get into a game at all I'm like, well I'm not going to play the the, inter- the, uh, the multiplayer then fuck this I'm going to play the internet okay grandpa are you from I the won't past? play the internet I'm not I don't have internet. What is internet? No. Clicking that um, DOL, Grandpa. <laughs> uh, there's a rumour going round that um, at Xbox's E3 conference they're going to be showing off the new Splinter Cell game as well as Battlefield Five, which wouldn't surprise me because uh, EA did get in bed with Microsoft quite a bit on like Battlefield One and that, and they, they and heavily the promoted pass. it. Hmm? And the EA pass, obviously. Oh, and, the... Yeah, EA, like, uh, what's it called? EA Access, Access. and whatnot. Yeah, and uh, Splinter Cell, I think, like Splinter Cell would be a good fit for uh, for Microsoft to have on their stage because I mean Sony no. doesn't need like big third party games like that to no. show up on the stage. Sony's like... got its exclusives just now, but like, yeah. like I said last week, Andy, 
I called this for months and months and months. Microsoft had it, Splinter Cell. They had it for the first one. Then it went to PlayStation like years later. And then Conviction was Xbox only. Microsoft don't have any in-house things after Crackdown, so they need they need to fucking get Splinter Cell this year. They need to have it exclusive for at least a year. Do you think that... Here's a question, right? Do you think that not necessarily having an exclusive, but do you think if they can come out and go, Splinter Cell coming this year... Um, Day one Game Pass. No, Ubisoft wouldn't do that. And no Microsoft chance. paid them enough money because that's their guaranteed sales. Like Microsoft well, gives them. If they look, like, suppose now they've got the Sea of Thieves sales. Yeah, they look. Look, we can get you this many players day one, um, and we'll pay you this amount of money for it. Because I mean, you put a big name franchise like that up game pass day one boom there you go your subscriber accounts will rock it for like that time and you know how it works with subscribe yeah uh, subscribing to something once you're in like chances are you just stay in yeah a lot of people do like like i've done it i've done it myself like oh like oh yeah i'll just try netflix uh for for two weeks or a month or whatever it was <laughs> yeah like i'll just try this because i really want to watch arrested development like when season four came out and uh yeah i've been subscribed to netflix ever since and that's <laughs> like what five years ago so they've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds off of me from that yep. one show. And that's only one. That's only me as one person. Like, I think how many other people around the world have done that? Maybe it was, maybe it was only they've hundreds, they've maybe it was thousands. They've yeah. had 600 pounds off you already. Yeah, easily. Like, do you know what I mean? So no, it is, they, it is and, cause it's basically a 10 in a month, £120 a year times that. Yeah. Plus, plus, obviously, all the future money they're going to get from me as well, because I yeah. love the service and I'm just going to keep rolling with it. Same with Spotify. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll try a free month of Spotify. And yeah, I, it's great. I fucking I'll keep going. I actually like upped my subscription to do the to do the family one, so I could have like uh, downloaded music for offline. So like I actually like looked at their service and went, oh, there's something more cool I can here do. I'll, like I'll here have some more money. So like once well, again, I did that with Netflix. So, um, once I got my four K telly, I could up okay, and I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. It's only like an extra couple of pound a month. So yeah, I yep. pay seven ninety nine. I think it's like seven screens I get or something like that now, and yeah. 4K, so I can't argue with that. Like, that's less than like a couple of DVD rentals from Blockbuster back in the day. Mm-hmm. Half my shows are on Netflix now that I watch. Yeah. And I think it's funny as well because, like, do you remember, like, remember um, maybe, I don't know, a few years ago, like, people used to go, like, you used to get, like, give your Netflix login to people? Like, nobody does that anymore. Nope. No, no nope, one does that. You don't want people watching your stuff. Well, not even not even that. Like, just it is like such a great value proposition that everybody's, everybody's like, got it. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just go for it. No Plus, more. it's more reliable than the likes of Showbox. Like the amount of times my brother doesn't mm-hmm. have for some reason, and like he says, ah, oh, couldn't get Showbox working the other night. Blah blah. Can you give me my, your Netflix sign? And I'm like, no, it's not 2005. <laughs> yes, I don't share that shit. Like, what I wish I'd done at the start though was set up a profile for me and Tasha. Because mm-hmm. now my, my recommended programs aren't tailored to like just me; they're tailored mm-hmm. to me and Tasha. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, and yep. I wish there was a way of separating that. Like, yep, sci-fi mm-hmm. stuff. Port that over to another profile because obviously mm-hmm. Baby will get one uh, when she's a bit older. Yep. But I wish I'd split me and Tasha's because, especially on Amazon, it's the worst. Because Amazon, I've got a cool thing now where you can add the channels to it for an extra mm-hmm. subscription every month. So, like, say, like Eurosport or whatever, and horror movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So Tasha likes her. Uh, reality housewife shows which are on an American and you know how hard they are to torrent mm. everything's hard to torrent these days plus we don't have Sky so she doesn't see them £3 a month to add on to my I think Amazon's 70 quid a year still but that includes my Prime delivery and my Amazon Music my Kindle lending library 
and this, so it's a pretty good deal. But three pound extra a month to this Hey You, and what Tasha does is she goes on and she watches it. But see, when I'm going on to my next recommended on Amazon to watch stuff, mm. it's all fucked now because like it's got Tasha's like uh, mm. Housewives of Atlanta and stuff, and I'm like, I don't mm. want to watch the next episode of Brandy Talks <laughs> or whatever it is. See, like, uh, like we've got, um, like, uh, we've got my profile, which is the one that we watch most of the stuff on. Like, so if me, you know, watching like, something together, then we watch it on that. But like, Ashley's I, got her own one, which has got like the comedy shows and things like that that she watches. Mostly still game, like almost I, always. I mean, my, she my thing is, I had Netflix before the profile thing was a whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've had it for over ten years. Well mm. over ten years. I had it when I was using the Wii as a console for a while. <laughs> like, I mean, like, back when I stayed in Belmont, like, I remember I was watching Doctor Who on it when I was uh, off ill. I had Netflix on my Wii, and my PS3 was my main console at the time. Like, well before Gears of War 3, I was on Netflix. And I had Love Film as well, which Amazon ended up buying, so I've always had the two of them. So my Netflix profile was just always been it and when they introduced profiles I was with Tasha and we never ever thought about having a Roman <laughs> but it's really annoying I would never do that with Spotify obviously but like hmm. Netflix it's it's not overly annoying because we do watch a lot of the same stuff and it's easy easy enough to navigate but Amazon's not as nicely set up as Netflix and it's no, honestly it's so annoying with my recommended stuff when Tasha's because it's kind of cool that like say I got the horror channel or something that would combine that with the Prime stuff, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. recently watched and whatever, or watch next, but I don't want to see all these, like, um, Housewives programs popping up and I'm, all I'm trying to do is find the next fucking season of The Tick. <laughs> so have you, have you just cut the cord now, like, in terms of the, the like, Skybox nah. sort of thing? No. We should, because we, we, we pay for BT, we get our um, TV, but I watched the live UFC still on it. Um, because I know all the streams last time I tried to watch a stream halfway through the main event it cut out and wouldn't come back what's the point in that I get it free anyway BT Sports but the thing is I can watch it on my tablet I get the BT Sports app free mm-hmm. I don't watch any telly I, we really should because see the TV license every year we're paying it for absolute, absolutely nothing Tasha will occasionally put on the one guide because it's plugged in the back of the Xbox and then she'll go there's nothing ever on telly and it's just Netflix that we use and Amazon for yep. everything YouTube occasionally I'll use um. Yeah, I don't use that for anything. Like, I don't yeah. know what's in telly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I found that there's so much good content elsewhere that I haven't even missed one bit. Like, since we since we cut the TV and like, and Ashley was like, was reluctant to do it. I'm like, well, like we don't watch anything on the TV at all ever. Mm-hmm. Like, all we all we do is we watch Netflix or sometimes something on Amazon, and then like for Shield we use uh we use like Showbox and we watch yeah. that and like yeah. We'll, we'll use that for watching Flash as well. But I mean, if these shows were on, uh, were on Normal Netflix telly, yeah. or Amazon, we would just watch on that. Um, I think the only one is like the The Walking Dead. I think is the only one that comes on normal TV at a reasonable TV. Like, TV died with binge watching. TV mm. died with binge watching. Yes, you can get your box sets right. I've still got. I've, uh, you can watch your box sets in BT, right? It's tried to evolve, but it always wants to charge you for extra stuff, and it's like I pay my license, just show me the fucking program. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use Showbox at all if some of the episodes were on Netflix, or Amazon. Like, I still pay Netflix. I still pay Amazon. I still buy 4K Blu-rays, right? So, mm-hmm. Showbox. I don't feel guilty about using at all. Torrent. I maybe wee, a wee bit did, but see now if you go on torrent sites, you have to use a VPN to get around stuff. And even once you get there, no one's uploading because no one's downloading. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you can't get it, Showbox. My only problem with Showbox is we're watching Pratt Jokers last week. Occasionally, because the adverts that pop up in Showbox, and I'm using Allcast. 
the, to put it onto my Xbox, which is cool. I can do it to my mm-hmm. telly as well, but I use yeah. it. Um, it, it'll just stop midway through an episode, and there's nothing wrong with it. it just no explanation, mm-hmm. just stops, and it's like oh, for fuck's sake. So then I have to reload the episode and fast forward. Not too much a hassle, but. I, I would honestly not use Showbox if Netflix and Amazon up their game. Amazon needs to up their game. Like, there's a lot of good shows I watch on Amazon, but it tends to be that I feel like Amazon's more like TV for me, where I feel there's a mm-hmm. bigger gap between my shows. Whereas Netflix is constantly get content that I want. Whereas yeah, I mean, Amazon, there's, there's so much content that you can't, yeah. you couldn't possibly can't even watch, watch it all. No, like, but like, Amaz- yeah, you're like, you look at a trailer for something like see those yeah. two movies you're talking about. Like, I've got both those movies in my list, and I've had yeah. them in my list for a while, and yeah. I'm like. I just haven't had time to watch them. Like, I yeah. really do want to watch them, but I haven't had a chance. Yeah, I know it's the same, but, like, yeah, Amazon does really cool. Like, American Gods, Black Sales was on Amazon, uh, the new Top Gear that I watch, um, Grand Tours on Amazon. Like, they've got some cool shows, but it just seems that they, they take a longer break. They seem to spunk the load all at once, and then they're like, okay, we've got nothing to fill the gap, whereas Netflix is constantly getting new stuff updating, which is a blessing and a curse, because it loses the license for stuff sometimes in the middle of watching it, and you don't get it. Mm. So... Amazon, like, they're good. They give you a warning. They've actually got Leaving Prime soon selection, and that's really cool for, like, oh, I want to see that. I'll hurry up and watch it. But hmm. I only, if Amazon wasn't part of, if I didn't use Amazon as a shop, I'd probably, I would pay for Prime anyway, which Amazon Video is part of. Like, mm, I don't know yeah. if I'd pay for Amazon Video all the time because I would just not watch the was, stuff. And sh- not if it was just that. Just, like, whereas yeah. with Netflix, I don't mind paying at all. The, the one thing I think Netflix could do that would, uh, that, that I would pay them extra money for, like legit, mm-hmm. is if they could t- tell me my like view count. View hours, yeah. Like on, on like the switch, things, like like the switch. Yeah. Well, like, funnily enough, if mm-hmm. you use the app on the Xbox, it's got stuff like that. Like it does have the features. It's got um, achievements for Netflix and right, things okay. like that. So, so check that like, out. I don't yeah, know about view hours, but yeah. it does some things like that. Because hmm. usually I'll watch. Uh, like on my, uh, I usually watch on PS4 just because yeah. that's the habit that I'm into. Because obviously I have had the PS4 like always, and we've always had Netflix on it, so I've always used that for watching Netflix as well as like playing games and shit. So I've now, I don't think, I think I've used the Xbox for Netflix maybe twice, <laughs> maybe. See, the big thing was I was with you day PS4. We got it um, the same time. Stayed overnight in a car with Fraser. Mm-hmm. Still weren't first in the quite- shop wasn't quite overnight but yeah yeah but we stayed we, we queued far earlier than it we were the first there but we weren't the first in the shop because it was raining hmm. um but like yeah I, i've not always had a playstation 4 but from when i got when i went back chefing like what was it two years before i get married so about five years ago now like i got an xbox one as you remember like i wasn't launch day for xbox one but i've always had an xbox one since then it's funny that hmm. but like i've told you before with playstation 3 i was the same i didn't get a 360 at launch I got a PS3. Xbox mm. always tends to pick up speed like later into its life cycle. It tends mm. to be my favourite console later on. Don't get me wrong, Sony's still pulling stuff out of the bag and Xbox kind of dropping exclusives, but I, Xbox, if it functioned the way it does now, day one, I'd have probably been more tempted, but they marketed mm. Xbox One all wrong. They're, they're, yeah, they did. They, they fucked that for me and everything because like, I was kind of, wasn't on the fence. I think I was very much Sony at that point because I went back mm. to my PS3 because because of doing this show and because of talking to you. Like, if you remember right, I just bought another PS3, the first episode of this show, to play... That's right, yeah, yeah. The red one, wasn't it? Yeah, I bought the red one. And then I bought I had two PS3s in the house at one point, downstairs and upstairs. <laughs> but then, like, I'd went off 360 completely. I think I'd gave Nelson my 360, because it had been chipped. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he didn't have one. I went, come around and get this. And then Michael, I had to give Tasha's brother mother Xbox 360. But yeah, like, I don't know. It's weird. I've always had both since PS3 generation anyway, but Xbox just, just now is my favorite. It's my go-to. Like, well, it has to be because like my Switch is, it doesn't have Netflix or anything. But when I had my PS4 Pro, <coughs> it was an upstairs console, which means mm. you're not you're not getting played as much because you're in the computer room. But like um, my <laughs> Xbox has always had a place downstairs since I got the first one. It's weird. I don't know why. But you can see my investment in it. Remember, I showed you one time the snapshot of just my 360 digital buys. Mm, yeah, yeah. And obviously, that's why every wave of digital 360 games, I'm like, woohoo, more games. Um, the backwards compatibility. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I've, I've I invested a lot into my PS3 and PS4, but I, I don't think I can be day one for PS5. Really don't. Yeah, I know well, you will. Like, it's not, I'm, it's not I'm, a question for you. but Yeah, like I'm, I'm in that ecosystem. Like, um, I. Obviously, like I, I, I didn't really intend to buy a PS4 Pro anytime soon, but I got that mad deal, so I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. get it. But um, uh, I, I'm thinking about like the X. Like, see, since I get a 4K TV, I know I'm gonna want to get the X. Oh, so I've got man. the X is the best two, console ever. The two good ones. Um, and I mean, I don't think it like they've they've come down quite a lot in price like since oh, yeah. day one. P1 so, especially. Like, yeah, like getting it from work is not gonna be a, a massive hurdle. So. I'll, I'll definitely have to think about that once I, once I get a 4K TV. I'm right sure now, with, I don't with discount, it, but... if uh, you can get a good condition unbox for 250 ish round about that, which isn't mm. a, isn't a, a unthinkable price for what you're buying, because remember I showed you that the PC, I can't remember what website it was, tried to build a gaming equivalent oh, yeah, of that yeah, PC, like, and they had, what was it, four about, grand? Yeah. Something like no, that, yeah. It was crazy money. Because obviously some of it was custom components made for Microsoft mm. and made cheaper for it. If you were to buy something that would run better than it, sorry, it was better than it, just to get a yeah. PC running better, you have to spend like up, up to four grand, I think it was. Which is fucking mad. So it is a good be buy, it. but like, see, trying to describe it to somebody, like if you're unsure about whether you need an X or not, just get an S. Like mm. honestly, yep. you, if you don't know what it is, but see, honestly, the way the games look, even I had the Pro for a good wee while before I sold it. Like, honestly, like, the way that the games play in the X and like it's got the power there like it's a fucking beast of a machine the X compared to the Pro the Pro is almost like hey, look what we can do look at the fucking size of the thing the X is like smaller than the S it's a lot heavier yeah. but it's smaller and it's like a fucking it's a beast it's honest it is the most powerful console on the market obviously and it's got that locked down until PS5 which I doubt will be here by the end of this year it will be end of next not year 100% right? not there's no so, fucking way that's Xbox One out. X Xbox One X will last two straight years before they even think about another Xbox. Yeah, um, I, I think getting back to the, like the article we we'll talked yes. about, um, I, I think that Xbox um, it does have that like wave going for it just now, where it's it can come out and say these things like all oh, most powerful console, all oh, our gee. exclusives are our Game Pass. Um, yeah, like uh, we've got PUBG, we've got this, that, the other thing, um, and. They can probably come out and say like things about Fortnite and all that sort of shit as well. Like, well, that's I, the thing. I, think, I think they'd be smart if they could get some sort of deal going with Fortnite. Like what? What? I don't know what it would be, but like, yeah, they, if they can market exclusive Fortnite, stuff, if they can, if, yeah, exactly. If they can get that on their stage at E three, that'll be yeah. fucking huge because like that is there's a massive wave for Fortnite I mean, like right now. I think. I think they bought Minecraft a couple of years too late, but that was a smart move from them because mm. all they're going to yep. do is even this starts down. Minecraft's already down, down thanks to Fortnite. All mm. they need to do it next year's E3 is go Minecraft two. Boom. Minecraft two, yep. They will yep. as well. They will hundred percent, and it will sell shitloads. 
Yep, absolute shitloads. But um, no, Microsoft have got it. Like I even heard, you know, two of your not as well educated customers as you know the Call of Duty FIFA crowd, and the guy was training his PS4 in. Like, oh, I don't know, I love this thing. I've had it for a while, and blah blah. blah. And the guy, the, this guy, this is how much they're getting the message out. Finally, this customer that's normally not, it's not a specific customer. It was just a general, like there are general customers like that, as you know, in our line of business mm-hmm. where they don't have a clue, and it's like. Call of Duty is the best game, Red Dead Redemption is It's like, he actually told his pal the bonuses of, like, buying an Xbox One S. You've got the 4K this, it's not quite the X, but you've got your Game Pass, you've got your EA access, you know, so all this thing is in the general public knowledge now. So, just now, until Sony E3 guarantee you go PS5, there's nothing more than a logo, that's it. They'll show off a bit more at Tokyo Game Show at the end of the year, but that's it. The general public, the Xbox has got the general public in their hand just now, at least for the next year, Sony know that. Sony will sit back, do what they're doing, few exclusives, and then PS5 next year. That's that's so that's Sony's only way forward just now. Or if they're if they're planning and sticking with the pro for two three years, the Xbox is going to start burying them. Hmm. Anyway, move on to the next article. Yeah. Um, so next article. Um, it looks like Battlefield Five is going to have a battle royale mode as well when it comes out. Because of course it will. Um, uh, I meant to mention actually when I was talking about Call, the Call of Duty one. Um, the the rumor is that it's going to be like uh, sixty players battle royale. Which, sure, which no, no, but like I actually don't think that's enough. Like battle royale has kind of established just... itself as has having a hundred players, and like yeah. Fortnite has a hundred, PUBG has a hundred, um, the the new one that uh, Cliffy B's doing, Radical Heights, I think it is. That's a hundred. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred is like your number, and that is what you need to hit to go. Like yeah, this is like the chaos and carnage that ensues. You need a hundred players, and I mean Battlefield is a far better looking game than any of them. Well, that's true, but like, I mean, if they can come out and go, yes, 100, even if it's not a launch, right? Like, say if they go, yeah, we're launching with the Battle Royale mode with 60, and then we're going to scale it up to 100. Or um, Xbox a few X months and down the line. PS4 Pro players. Oh, they can do 100, yeah, maybe, but I mean, it, depend, like, it depends on like server loads. That would be that. dedicated servers and stuff like that. Yeah, so, so I, don't, I don't know about if they'd, if they'd split their audience like that, but um, but yeah, if, I mean, if they, they can need do... They will need to see down the line, see mm. within the next two years, mm-hmm. they're going to need to that see next year mm. especially xbox they're going to need to split the line to s is the cutoff now i know sony done it sony's now like slims the standard model but like mm. sony microsoft haven't quite done that yet i know they've stopped production but they're still like saying no no your xbox one original will do it's like yeah mm-hmm. but you need to stop talking about it microsoft you're still fucking that up just say s s is the standard like do what do what the fucking iphones do no no s is what you want s is what you want just go for this like I mean, make, like uh, so, Sony, Sony didn't even call the PlayStation Four Slim the PS Four Slim. No, just like, they just called it PlayStation Four, and it's just like mm-hmm. a newer model. Like yeah, Microsoft could have done that as well. It is a Slim, yeah, but like the fact that Microsoft called it the S for like marketing purposes, um, yeah, I mean it, it kind of worked, but uh, it's kind of backed them into a little bit of a corner now where they're trying to say like all games will work models. on all systems yeah. ever. Like, hmm, like, no, is that really true? <laughs> no, can, are you telling me next year's games like Splinter Cell, even for example, is going to run? launch X, Xbox mm. one no, it's not it's not do, do you remember uh, like at this stage. do you remember what they did with uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 yeah on the last gen consoles the and it was out. yep it was multiplayer and zombies only I think they might do something like that like uh, if you want For the multiplayer campaign it'll only work on Xbox One X or PS4 not necessarily for Black Ops 4 but like there will be games that come down the I line do that, that will yeah. do that yeah 100% 
So like your Xbox One OG and S will end up being like uh, they will only be able to support certain aspects of the game, and then they, you need the X to get the full experience from it. I, I think that's what will happen. See, that's the, the biggest will problem was it will split. The PS4 Slim and the S was kind of a dick swinging contest because they were very close to the Pro and the X. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, Microsoft showed they had the biggest dick, the smallest box with the biggest technology. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like they won that, but the rapid succession they came out in, like. They should have released the S and the Slim a couple of years before. Like they should have gave a couple of years gap, but they were that invested in their own console war that they had to throw out. Okay, they've got this shit. Okay, get the pro out, get the pro out, get the pro out, and then Microsoft mm-hmm. were obviously sitting in the X and went, "Let's fuck them with this Scorpio thing." Mm-hmm. I bet that the Scorpio was a halfway to the new Xbox. I bet it was, and they went, "Will that work? Will it work in that case? Package it up and get it out. Let's beat this pro." Mm-hmm. I guarantee some form of that conversation happened. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And it sold a lot of uh, of units as well. Like the X did did really well. Yeah. And the Pro's done well as well. So like, uh, but yeah, the it'll be be interesting to see what Microsoft does when the the PS Five comes out and is presumably it'll be more powerful than the X. You would imagine. It can't be much powerful though. They were talking about that. Like at this stage in its life cycle, it needs another mm. two years before the technology is affordable, or they're going to do another PS Three. Mm. Yeah. Uh yeah, because it went or it'll end up being like seven eight hundred quid. Yeah. Yeah, Which and that's about them taking a, a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Battlefield 5, Battle Royale mode, joy. More Battle Royale games. I- I'm more interested in Battlefields than Call of Duties, to be fair. Because, I mean, Battlefield had on Battlefield 4, 64 players. And I'm sure it's something like that as well on on Battlefield 1. Battlefield 1 was just, they, they made a mistake with the, <laughs> with the fucking setting for that. I think, like, I think it sounded exciting and it was yeah. really boring. So they should they should not go near Battlefield Hardline things again. Hardline was better than Battlefield One. It it maybe well for a story game it was hundred percent. Yeah, maybe, but like uh, I mean, the, no, neither of them were a patch on Battlefield Four. Like Battlefield Four was amazing. Battlefield Four was good, yeah. But apparently, so like the if, talk is is, the, is it not bad company this year? Well, that's the rumor, but like uh, I think it, it's actually going to be five. Like the uh, it was rumored to be bad company, and then I think the. The rumors then switched, and it's just going to be five, which I think is the smart move. Like, go away from the war stuff. Like, is Call of Duty's been there and done it now? So, and Battlefield, Battlefield did World War One. Call of Duty did World War Two. Those wars have been done to death before as well. There's oh, no yeah. need to go back to them anymore. Battlefield Five needs to be like a sequel to Battlefield Four and go back to like yeah, the kind of more do, grounded the, modern see the, combat. See the biggest pro, yeah, modern combat. Don't need to go mm-hmm. to future combat that Call yep. of Duty fell into the the trap of. It's like. Like and ba- that's all Black Ops is. The first one wasn't Black Ops. First one was kind of like uh, Vietnam and stuff. But like, mm. they don't need to go like, oh, here's future. Like, no, 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 no. Like, Ghost Recon do that. Like, just stay away from it. And although Ghost Recon went back yeah. on that as well, Ghost Recon's not future soldier anymore. So, yeah, I mean, well, it depends what they do with it. I mean, Ghost Recon Wildlands was more kind of grounded, wasn't it? Which still is. So this year, yeah. Well, yeah. Um. But anyway, like I'll buy Battlefield Five definitely. Um, Battle Zone is coming out on the Switch this summer. Now, Battle Zone yes. is a is a VR game that came out on the PS4, and uh, it was like a remake of an old arcade game where you played as like a wireframe tank, and in the VR game you play as a wireframe tank. Uh, yeah, I don't need that on the Switch. I don't think that fits there at all, and it's obviously not going to be in VR. So yeah, I don't need that if it comes physical. Ugh, I'll need to buy it, but hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it's just digital, and then it can fuck off. Um, hopefully, I get that physical review code for you that they offered, which is a, yeah, man, a, like a weird one. Usually, like it's these days, it's you don't get physical. Co- I haven't had a physical mm. copy since Advanced Warfare. I don't think, but like 
the fact that they said it's a limited run now as well, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, if there's physical going, I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, awesome if they send it. I can't even, what game was it? I can't remember. Mad, you know that Max and the Magic Marker game that was on mobile and everything? It's the wee guy with the kind of like scribble notes kind of style platformer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean yeah, I'll, ch- I'll check it out. I mean, I do like those type of games and they do fit well on the Switch, so we'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see if they if they send us that. Uh, Valve, in a surprising bit of of news, has uh, bought fi- Camp- bought the developers yeah. of Firewatch, Campo Santo. Yeah, after one game, like I like. Well, Firewatch. they they are working on it. They are working on another game, like right yeah, now. I'm not, yeah, I'm good. They've already it. they've already announced it and like showed the trailer off and stuff like that for it. Um, but yeah, it looks um, the game looks cool, and obviously this is now going to come out as a Valve game, so presumably because Valve are wanting to get back into the software so while they're yep. working on Half-Life 3 they're going to buy small publishers bet you they do yeah I mean people that are make, good at making stories and stuff like that so yeah I'm, I'm fucking down for that like that's cool uh, I think this will end up being Steam only at this point though like I don't see Valve going back to the software there to the uh, the console. console space they want to they want to go yeah PC only yeah, buy it on Steam only on Steam only yeah Yep, fuck you, this is our platform, like, it'll cost us nothing to distribute it here, no physical copies, yep. all digital, they'll launch that game 30 quid and it'll sell like fuck, because Firewatch did really well, and, I, like I mean, yeah, I still haven't got it yet, to be honest, oh, hold on, did, you on, did you buy it on PS4, because I'll have access to it if you did? Uh, on my American account, because remember it was like a week earlier? Oh, that's right, okay, yeah, but yeah, um, but Get like... Ah uh, yeah, it's coming to Switch on it. Firewatch. Yeah, I'll get on Switch at some point then. But yeah, it looks uh, the the game they're doing looks really interesting, and it'll be PC only, so you won't play it. But I'll, I'll probably pick it up at some point when it comes to a humble bundle. That's what I tend to buy PC games when they're very cheap. Um, Xbox One free games uh, with gold got announced for May. They were decent, weren't they? Yeah, they're all they're all right, I suppose. I mean, um, you're getting uh. Super Mega Baseball 2 wasn't that one did you not play this and hate it no that was um, RBI Baseball RBI Baseball sorry yeah yeah I don't know what Super Mega Baseball is compared to that like you'll need to try that and see because I know you do like baseball games yeah. and I do not yeah. so I won't touch that <laughs> um, and Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain see which... that's, that's one thing that Sony's got as well that can they've got the exclusive for the MLB because I was like the other day at work I was like ah I'm really show yeah and then I forgot the show's fucking PlayStation exclusive deal. Do you know what Xbox, and we've talked about it before, should do? And it's the console everyone goes to for it anyway. Madden. Get Madden. Hmm. I mean, over here, that's going to make no odds to anything. But in America. Like in America, in America it would. Um, if, uh, although, I mean, Xbox does sell better in America than it does like in Europe, traditionally. Yeah, because and obviously we're going to have half. Yeah. Like Japan is like Japan hates Xbox. <laughs> yep. To be honest, and in in like Europe right now is like all about like PlayStation. Not necessarily the UK. UK is more a slightly more even split, but like in in Europe it's like mostly PlayStation. Uh, so the other games are the uh, for the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty backwards compatible ones are the Streets of Rage uh, collection, which you probably own already. On the Xbox, yeah. And uh, also Vanquish, which is quite a cool game. game. Yeah. I think I've got it digital anyway. Yeah. So yeah, so those ones are there. Um obviously um make sure you pick up the uh this month's games before the end of the month. These were actually announced a little bit early because I think there was a, a leak and they just put the put the announcement out early. Um this one this month's games were the Witness Assassin's Creed Syndicate and 
Dead Space 2 and something else. <coughs> did you did you download the Witness again? Or did you at least tag it to your account? I tagged it to my account, obviously. Yeah. Um, here's, here's the one thing that's crazy, right? Apart from us, I don't see much. And this is like, apart from Division 2, Watch Dogs 3, Ubisoft mm-hmm. always leak. There's not been as much E3 leaks this year. And I mean, like by this point, we're May next week. Mm-hmm. It's, it's E3 in June. Like, what? We've got like five weeks left before E3, six maybe. And there's nothing... Like, it's either been really tight-lipped or they've got Nintendo security on it or something, because, like, usually by now, we... Okay, there was that mock-up of, you know, the show rundown, but, like, mm. we've usually heard a lot more by now or a full trailer's leak by now, do you know what I mean? Mm. It's very quiet this year, I think. It's usually the Assassin's Creed leak. No, but there's Every year, well. the annual Every Assassin's year. Creed leak watch, except, do except not this year. <laughs> yeah, but there's no Assassin's Creed this year. Nah, there's definitely no Assassin's Creed this year. Oh, we've already had it. Rogue was the Assassin's Creed for this year. That's Which is fine. I need to yep. go and finish that. Yeah, you need to finish Rogue. Rogue's fucking really good. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. Like uh, Nintendo is obviously like they don't get leaks anymore because they've Ever. they do it and uh, they do it with the directs and those are pretty much only seen by the Nintendo employees and even the people that work on like one segment of the video like won't work on the rest of it. Yeah. So it's very compartmentalizing and they obviously sign NDAs and all those people work for Nintendo so there's no possibility of it ever getting out before no. uh, beforehand and Nintendo streams it on their yeah. own website and their own YouTube channel so there's no like yeah, other people like, involved in it EA and Ubisoft sometimes get outside contractors yep. <coughs> and usually it's the voice actors that ruin a lot these days yeah. and obviously TV. even from like the shows they do like a practice show and stuff like that as well to make sure everything runs smoothly and people People haven't to see that. Yeah, employees at ET will see it and they'll go, "Holy record fuck, it. this!" Blah blah blah. They might not necessarily record it, but like they they might tweet about it, like while they're on their lunch break or whatnot. Um, so you do get bits and pieces from that. But yeah, nothing this year so far. Like we're still <coughs> a little bit out, so I reckon we'll get a few leaks beforehand. Like I mean, remember I think it was Watch Dogs Two, it was IGN. I think it was leaked it like yeah. a few days before it came out because they put a banner up on the website, <laughs> <laughs> they released it and everything like that. Amazon's quite bad for it as well coming up to you because obviously the publishers has to put the listings mm-hmm. and to test the listings Amazon has to do a prototype page and somehow somebody's watching Amazon 24-7 for mm-hmm. E3 leaks and they always tend to find it like they found the Splinter Cell one it said Splinter yep. Cell E3 so Splinter Cell 100% I would bet a load of money on it being revealed maybe not this year but mm-hmm. it's, it's getting shown at E3 after the Sam Fisher mission and Ghost Recon yes I'd say that's almost a lock at this point, but uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll see what else happens. <coughs> um, other, other news, uh, Netflix is uh, the Witcher TV show is going to have eight episodes and it's going to film in Eastern Europe. That's very unsurprising, considering that that's where it's from. <laughs> Poland, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, CG, CD Projekt Red are based in Poland, so and the, the show, uh, sorry, the, the books that it's based on are like based over in that way as well, and I'm sure the TV, uh, sorry, the game is as well, like based in that kind of Europe area, so I... Yeah, that makes complete sense. I mean, why is that even a new story? Um, God of War has done really well in the charts uh, last week. Uh, the UK charts. A smash hit, Eurogamer's calling it. A smash hit, Ali. <coughs> it's, the, uh, it's the second biggest launch of the year so far. Mm. Um, just behind Far Cry 5, obviously. Uh, Far oh, Cry 5. That's nuts Obviously. to think Far Cry Five done so well because Far Cry is not not it's a mainstream game, but I would, I'd never consider it as a everybody goes daft for it until this one. Mm. 
I mean, Far Cry 4 and 3 both sold really well as well, so... 4 didn't. 3 did and Primal did. No, 4 did sell well. 4 didn't. I've watched so many videos, Andy, about Far Cry, very... (laughs) Like, I know all the facts about it. I've watched from the fact that it was by... Used the Crytek engine, which the the developers ended up splitting off once it was sold to Ubisoft to make Crisis Mm. themselves, which itself was a spiritual successor to Far Cry. And then they moved on, and Far Cry 1 itself had, like, two or three different versions, which completely changed the story for Jack Carver, who may or may not be the jackal from Far Cry... Trust me, I've I've had this embedded in my brain because I've been going to sleep watching Far Cry videos to try and see if I've missed anything. Far Cry 4 didn't sell as well as Primal, and Far Cry 3 sold the best. Far Cry 4 didn't sell as well as Primal? Seriously? I did not. I wouldn't even have thought that. Critically, Primal got slated, but Mm. sales-wise, Primal did well. That's weird, man. Okay. Um, But yeah, Far Cry 5 is the biggest launch. Yeah, it's the biggest (laughs) launch of the the year so far, and uh, obviously that's multi-platform, though, like, uh, Xbox One and PS4. Clearly, I mean, PC gamers are buying it digital, so like this chart uh, doesn't count uh, digital games; it's only physical. Um, God of War is also the uh, the best. It's the best the franchise has done week one as well. It's uh, smashed God of War three's record, um, as well as like <laughs> what God of War one and two did way well, back. To when. be honest, God of War wasn't popular. Let's be honest, God of War three wasn't popular. That. Wasn't. I mean, it, it did. It did still, still do well. I mean, they sold millions and millions yeah, of copies. It wasn't. It wasn't a popular game at that stage. It was kind. Of, there wasn't much hype about it because I was working in game. Hmm. Three, three was just before I started in Game Center. Three wasn't as big a game like as like God of War One was massive. God of War Two was okay. Then they done the PSP ones. That the first one did alright. Uh, second one goes to Sparta, and then what was the other one I played? <sighs> Can't remember. Chains of Olympus was the first one, sorry. Hmm. And then they did release them on PS3 to very little fanfare. God of War 3 came out shortly. It was like, no one cared by that point. Ascension got a wee bit of hype, but it didn't sell well at all. I don't get where this came from from this one. It's like, even you, I'm like, you've barely farted about God of War the entire time we've done this show. Like, apart from Ascension when we played it, but like... yeah. I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it soon. Once we're done with the news here, um. But yeah, the the, the top ten for for this week is uh, number ten, Grand Theft Auto Five. Number nine, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Number eight, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. <laughs> that still fucking amuses me. Like people, because this is physical people only. Remember, so people are buying the box with the, the box. code in it. Like what yeah. fucking idiots? Buy it on fucking CD keys, you tits. You save yourself s- at least a tenner. <laughs> come on, kids that come in to try and buy Fortnite. The amount of parents that ask me for Fortnite, and I'm like, I'm the like, bit that you pay for, free. no one plays. It's free. And PUBG, it's digital only. Oh, I said I could get a disc. It's because all the pals. Oh, I went into game and I bought it. Look, I've got the cop. Oh, it's Club cheaper. CD keys. It's like a tenner cheaper. I got it for 17 quid on CD keys. Yeah. I'm like, come on. I mean, I think it's even cheaper than that now. I'm sure it's like 12, it 13 quid. It is. So, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, fucking idiots. G-Tom, um, G-Tom was in my work the other day and he's still whispering as if we're not allowed to talk about other companies and stuff. He's like, oh, I get my stuff off CD keys. And I went, me too. And he went, oh, do you, do you know what? I goes, no, if my customers want a digital game, I'll tell them where to get it because mm-hmm. then they'll come yeah. back because they know I was honest with them. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, number seven, which is, this is the most surprising item on the list for me, Fallout fucking four. Why? It must have, it must have like done a sale on the new copies or something like that. Like they must have been selling them for like a fiver or some shit somewhere. Or, or yeah, there was a game of the year edition actually. So maybe that's just bundled in with that. Um, yeah, that's probably right actually because there was a game of the year edition. Yeah, came out recently for some reason two years after the game came out. (laughs) Like game game of this year. 
Wheelchair is what year Game three years ago. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, number six, Super Mario Odyssey. Number five, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number four, FIFA 18. Number three, Yakuza 6, which was new. Uh, the Song of Life. It's kind of weird for selling so much. It's kind of a niche title, you know? Yeah, but I mean, but it's day one though. Like this will this will be its one week where it'll get in the charts and then it'll fall off. Like same with Nino Kuni. Like it was in the chart like number two, three uh, for its first week of release, where all the people that wanted to buy it bought it and then nobody got it after that. Uh, number two, Far Cry Five, and then number one, so God of War. Did Nino Kuni one remaster come out? Did it happen or was that no? No, I thought it was going to happen. I, I kind of thought it was going to happen as well, but they never they never bothered to do it. They just they've done the sequel, and the sequel kind of covers the main points of the first game. I'm guessing it's a Xenoblade Two, when it's like everyone was wanting a Xenoblade Master again, but they're like we've done it in 3ds, and this is like years later, yep. and it's like nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, I mean, this is a long, long time after the events in Unicorn One. So like they they cover it as like this legend happened, um, like at some point in the past time. And they, they sort of cover it like that, and it's an interesting like retelling of the story, and it it tells you all the main points that you needed to know, and it's a kind of homage almost to the first game the way they do it. So it's actually really cool. One of one of the best parts of Nino Kuni Two actually. Um, yeah, so that's the chart. God of War number one, um, and uh, final two bits of news: uh, two Nintendo Switch games are getting updates this week. Um, it's Splatoon 2, getting a bunch of updates this week. There's a load of new items getting added to it and whatnot, um, which is cool. And they're also adding like some new ranked thing for like if you're already like top rank, there's adding another top rank on top of that. What are you talking about? Ranks and top of ranks? Yeah, you, you know how you get ranked? Like you can level up in your like rank. I don't know how it works. No, I, 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 know, I know what this is. But you're not, I know what it is, but you're not explaining it very well, I mean, we're so like I'm so far removed from like how how good you have to be to get to this. Like, do you know who's not? Mister Nelson's now. Teams. Uh, <laughs> he's now what? I, he's now on. You know how we were playing it, and you have to get to like uh, B plus to get the team. The hmm. what is it called? The teams. What is it called? Yeah, I can't, I can't remember Clan, what it was, but yeah. basically clans. Yeah, uh, he's now there waiting. Around, and I'm like, I'll probably never get to that stage. I'll probably mm-hmm. jump in and out of Splatoon two, and I'll get Splatoon three. But Nelson, like. I'm glad you love it. And he's like, oh, I would never sell a Switch. I'm day one for Splatoon 3. Is there anything out about it yet? And I'm like, for fuck's sake. And this, this is a guy that the week before he bought Splatoon was going to sell it. And he keeps buying RPGs and he hates RPGs. And he came in another day mm-hmm. and bought Zelda. I went, don't do it, don't do it. He returned mm-hmm. it two days later. It's like when he bought like Final Fantasy. I'm like, you'll hate it. Returned mm-hmm. it. Then he bought like Xenoblade or something. I'm like, you're not going to like this. It's Final Fantasy. It's from one of the creators of Final Fantasy 7. I don't like it. And I'm like, I told you, you don't like RPGs. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You don't need to try it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there'll be other things that come out for the Switch that, that he'll... Oh, yeah, follow I think he'll like Donkey Kong. I think he'll love Donkey Kong. Yeah. Mm. And, and the last bit of news is uh, that Microsoft and Discord have uh, teamed up to put uh, Discord onto the Xbox One, and I think that's a fucking clever move. Like, Discord is, like, I would say almost a revolution. Like, you, that you can see that this is the beginnings of it, and, like, every week or so, maybe every month, I see some new Discord thing popping up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the thing that I'm really into. Like, I'll join the Discord for that. I don't. Like, all, like, like we've got our own Discord, but we only use it for the show. But, like, All Games has a Discord now. Like, uh, Video Game Outsider has its own Discord. We can go Should we not be broadcasting stuff. off the All Games? Would that not make a lot of sense? Um, they haven't quite like moved over to that yet, but I think like down the line it, it will go. It will go that way where we'll just broadcast to the Discord when the website um, stops. Basically, when the, when the website 
dies. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, I think that like Discord is like such a free platform, and it's great for like this sort of stuff. And like Gaming History One Hundred One's got a Discord that's really really active. There's always people like go in and like they chat about whatever in it. See, um, it doesn't just matter. Just you jamming for that would be it. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Like, I mean, we we're not like active enough like, for like pushing things like that, and 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 that's just the the way we are with with our show. But like the game issue one 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 one, like I would really recommend anybody to join it to be honest, because there's a lot of great discussion, especially like about retro well, games like, like collecting. Room, and then you, can you listen live through it as well? Can't you? You can listen live to it as well, and like uh, anytime when Fred's recording a show, like they do it through Discord. So like it's because uh, obviously they don't like broadcast live on all games anymore because they've recorded at, like random times and stuff. So like but they they. Put push their uh, live recording through that so you can go and listen live in one of the see like we've got this chat room here just now yeah like uh we they, they've got their set up so that if anyone else joins into the room they're automatically muted so they can join in and, and they can listen and they can comment along to the show but they don't speak that'd be cool so like I, I think that's, like that's where all games is headed that's definitely where all games is headed yeah, I mean, I mean, I think a lot of places will be headed that way, and like, uh, Discord is something that I only discovered maybe like three or four months ago. And yeah, same. It's a lot clearer like, than Skype. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and the, the recording and stuff like that, and the connection you get is far, far superior to like what you get through Skype. So I think a lot of these things are going to head that way, and like you see, like a lot of things going on. We've now created our own Discord server, and you can go join it. And uh, the, there's a, a lot of vibrant communities already kicking about on uh, on Discord. So. That's a smart move from Microsoft. Like, uh, I think that's going to be big in the future. Right now, yeah. like, people are like, oh, what's Discord if you're yeah. just on on Xbox? Like, because it's primarily a kind of PC thing. But then Microsoft getting in bed with Discord, that's a smart fucking move. Um, like but that's, that's all the news. Okay, so I'll go first with what I've played. So, I thought I'd test out something, Andy, and this might surprise you. <laughs> Xbox One X, right? Mm-hmm. yeah there's a big difference right but I wanted to see how big a difference like I'm like oh that looks nice oh that mm-hmm. looks nice some games I can directly compare from old Xbox or from old Playstation I thought what about older games that I'm really familiar with because I've not really noticed it and then they released that whole wave of Xbox One X enhancements remember mm-hmm. yep. Star Wars The Force Unleashed game that I'm more than familiar with I've nice. got the books I've got the graphic novels whole Lee, fuck, see for a game that's practically 10 years old at this stage, I think it was 2008, like from the character models to the lighting to the stages and the set pieces, like even the enemies and stuff, like everything just, it's obviously basically it's the PC version set to like ultra settings or whatever, but wow, like I put this game on just to play it about and I spun the camera around and looked at the character model and I played this game like on my S and obviously on my... Um, the, I think this game was one of the first battles compatible as far as I remember so like I played it on the Xbox One just a standard yeah. now like there's all the, like you can see a difference in every game in a 4K tele right with HDR but see with the Xbox One X enhanced this is the first time I've went like Forza Horizon 3 is a good example it went X enhanced and I was like yeah just looks the same kind of looks the same this game though however wow it is literally the difference of night and day of playing a game on my pc and then playing it on like a gaming pc like that's the mm. difference it's almost as if like i've played star wars Force Unleashed on my pc and then i've moved on to a fucking proper gaming pc it's oh, oh it's the same game don't get me wrong but movements and everything like the actual like animations of the characters look a lot more fluid the lightsabers look they're not as fuzzy as they were before because it kind of almost had a film grain look to try and get away from the graphic 
um, fault and the graphic graphical faults. Fuck me, I'm not technology minded. <laughs> well, I am. That's my job. But like, uh, <laughs> when it comes to PC, I'm not. But like, wow. I never played much of it. I just fucked about on a stage and like fought the character models. It's almost as if they put new character models in for the enemies. It's, it, oh, it was just incredible, man. So yes, that's when like I just went. I love my Xbox One X. I'm so glad I managed to get it before the Wii <laughs> was born. I couldn't afford anything. Um, so yeah, I played that. Played Ghost Recon, right? You know, I've been playing through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Fisher's mission. I was stuck on. Finally managed to do it. Basically, you had to break. Remember, I told you Ghost Recon's kind of like almost mercenaries and like it's kind of present day yeah. and stuff. Oh, breaking into the base was. I started getting it easy because see, once you recognize the guard patterns, you know, it becomes easy. So I got in. It was getting them out that was the hardest thing because the helicopters kept spawning. Like, basically, if you imagine a five star wanted rating in GTA, you're fucked. You basically have to die eventually. So that happened, and like I managed to get him out, and I got the cool cutscene with him where like it talked about Snake. Remember, I showed you the. I don't know if you watched the YouTube clip. Of basically, um, not sure I did. Like they're talking about the ghost being what Sam is. It's the, like Sa- the ghost have replaced Sam sort of people. There's nobody left in Sam's team anymore. Like the echelons are kind of gone, and like ghosts are what they rely on now. And he said, "But what about that one guy that used to wear a bandana?" army infiltration unit and he says he's he's retired now and sam just goes it's just me and like that was more emotional to me than kojima leaving because kojima <laughs> and metal, metal gear and splinter cell have always had a backwards and forwards like in every one of their games like kojima it was a friendly competitiveness and they always had like wee references like there would be a guy with like sam fisher light goggles that snake would kill and it would be the first enemy you kill and he was so shit mm-hmm. and then like sam fisher would make comments and he would say why didn't you just get snake to do it and stuff like this if it was an easy mission and like it was just when he looked at the camera and sam fisher had a sad face and said so it's it's just me and then i looked at it and it's not just a sad thing for metal gear it's just a sad thing that he if, if Splinter Cell does come out, it's going to be slightly different. But he is the last stealth game, like Siphon Filter went. Do you know all all these stealth st- sort of games, like Tenchu, if you want. That was obviously not kind of military stealth, but it was ninja stealth. And Assassin's Creed's kind of away from what it used to be. Do you know what I mean? It's like so when Sam looked at the camera, went, "It's just me," and then he gets a new mission given to him. There's no way, man. Like we discussed it after the show last week quite heavily. Like the the grey bearded Sam Fisher getting Michael Ironside back, and here's another thing that points me towards Xbox exclusive. Andy, that interview I showed you last week with Michael Ironside, it was with Xbox. It was uh, Major Nelson and the uh, AC Bongos, the two guys that do inside Xbox. Are you away? Yeah, no, no, I'm here. Uh, the two, the, I, I don't uh, know the two guys. I know. No, the, well, you know uh, Major Nelson is. Oh no! The the oh no! I think it's outside Xbox. You know Major Nelson. Yeah, I know Major Nelson. I don't well, know. Well, was him doing that interview? No, yeah. it was just one gate. It was them interviewing him, and it's the fact that right. there's an ex interview about him coming back to, you mm. know, it was Mike Ironside. And oh, okay, he, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So the, you weren't listening at all. You're like he stopped doing work. So like he, um, I wasn't actually doing work at all. <laughs> so like he, they they asked him about it, and he nearly slipped up. And he, they were talking about uh, being replaced and stuff. And he said nothing but good things to say about the last voice actor. But he said that I I was always Sam Fisher. I've never left. And it's like yeah, well, money money didn't talk for the last one apparently. So um, <laughs> like I definitely think there's a new one, but I think they're going to go along the way. Like, if they continue the story, they have to continue the story of this. Why would they else would they put the mission in it? Like, that's a part of Sam Fisher's history now that he worked with the Ghost team. So he's obviously going to set up Echelon again or start training a younger group. Remember, I predict this a few weeks back before this mission. Mm. Like, Sam's going to be, like, the sort of leader for a new younger group. I definitely think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be slightly open world, but a bit more enclosed with detailed interiors and stuff, like you, you suggested, like maybe Washington or something. 
<clears throat> and I definitely think that it's going to be like a co-op. You can play the whole game co-op. I think they're going to take a lot from Ghost Recon, and I wouldn't be surprised if the ghost showed showed up, you know, as a wee nod back sort of thing. Hmm. Um, but yeah, played that, and then that's the year two mission. Like, there's going to be more with the uh, Splinter Cell because the echelon unit has been added. Like, you can now your character, you know, how you get soldier class, sniper class, echelons now one. So um, last year I didn't have it. Last year I didn't buy Ghost Recon because I really liked the future. Warfare one, the advanced warfare, the, the ones that the advanced warfare, a future soldier ones, the one that I'm playing through. You remember I told you I was playing 361? Mm-hmm, yep. Well, I really liked that. And when it went to open world, I was like, mm, it's done a watchdogs, don't want to play this now. And it's actually really fucking good. Like the map's big. Like I, I've never played it co op yet, but G Tom's got it. Nelson's just picked it up. Fraser's now got it because it went on sale digital and I just traded in my copy and got it cheap. A bit like me and you always do. <laughs> if it's a game you like and it goes cheap digital, get rid of the physical. So um, Fraser's game sharing. So we're going to play it at some point together. If I could get me, Nelson, uh, Fraser, and G Tom playing it, that'd be quite cool playing before your pals. It does work perfectly well single player as well, but um, really loving Ghost Recon, and that's about all I've played this week. To be honest with you, like Ghost Recon, I've just beasted it, man. Like I know, it was, I don't think I'll finish it. Sorry, sorry, I didn't finish what I was saying. So the year one mission was Predator, right? Sounds a bit right. weird. And I found out that mission's actually still in the map. You can still play it. So basically, you go to like this girl in the jungles crying, and it's like right in the dense jungle. And then you start seeing like glowing dark green stuff and like fucking you see bodies that have been stripped, you know, like the trophies, how they had the spine with the skull all hanging up. And it's weird. And they start quoting the movie and they're like, uh, is that blood? Mm-hmm. If, and mm-hmm. then they say, if it bleeds, we can kill it. And then you have to fucking fight Predator with the fouries in the jungle. Like, is it and the, the legit Predator? Yeah, actual like actual the, Predator. Yes, yeah, official, okay. official licensed Predator. And it's like, and then like you see it running about all invisible. But see at this mm-hmm. stage. They've obviously patched it a wee bit because, like, they didn't have Sam Fisher's goggles, right? But uh, mm. fin- finishing Sam Fisher's mission, mission, I've now got his goggles while the heat sensing and all that. Nice. Yeah. So I've turned that on, but they've patched it obviously because it wasn't in it before. So the predator's still invisible to those goggles. I'm like, no. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's predator's a bit harder boss fight because he's got a laser targeted turret, as you know from the movie. Um, you can unlock Dutch's skin, you know, Arnold's skin from the movie and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Okay. That's it cool. doesn't. It doesn't feel totally out of place. Like for a game that's not quite GTA, it's kind of weird the way it fits in. It's like there's a spaceship crashed, and they're like they're talking as if like they're still real life based things. But yeah, it's just a wee throwaway mission. Really enjoying it, and I just I'm just enjoying this game. I know a lot of folks saying, "Oh, it's just repetitive. It's like loads of traveling." See if you like it and you like the banter between the colleagues in it, and like the fact that they say shit, shit balls when things goes wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or that was a fucking mess when you blow everything up. Like I, mm-hmm. I just like it, and like the whole set in Oblivion and the wee prequel movie. And I'm going to watch that documentary. Never watched that this week. You know the one where the guy went for Ubisoft and actually had to look into the drug cartels and stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. really, I really want to see that. But yeah, Ghost Recon can't recommend it more. I'm kind of glad I get a year two and it's Splinter Cell themed. That's awesome to me. So anyway, yeah. So Andy, what have you been playing this week? So. Uh... Not not a massive amount of different things to be honest. Um, like I've still been plugging away at Nino Kuri two. Um, I am now on chapter eight of nine, and I think I'm nearly done chapter eight. Um, I've bas- basically in, in this game you have to go and like uh, go to each kingdom in the in the world and sort of convince the uh, the ruler of the kingdom to sign on to like your treaty. Um, and I've done that with all the kingdoms now apart from uh, you remember Ding Dong Dell from the first game. Uh-huh. So like that's uh, 
the main character in this game, Evan, he was originally the king of Ding Dong Dell, but he got overthrown like right at the beginning of the game, um, by this like mouse guy called uh, Mousinger, right? And he's uh, he's called King Mousinger, and of course he is. And, yeah, because of course he is, yeah. And he's actually a, a really cool character. Um, so I've now got to the point where I need to go back and get him to sign, and like it's basically like the boss fight against him. But it's like I found it. I've I've tried it once and I and I died and I'm like hmm I need to go and level up a bit first before I go and fight this guy because he was really fucking hard. But I, I think that once I've once I've done this boss fight and like dealt with however that plays out and eventually managed to get this kingdom to sign on. I don't know whether I'll kill this guy and someone else will take over or, or how it will work. Um, but or or if you like succumb to my will and go okay yeah I'll, I'll bend the knee <laughs> sort of like that. Um, I'll bend and the. the because then there's because there's like a bigger overarching threat that's uh, that's trying oh, to like take over take over the world and and uh, I think that's like what chapter nine is going to be essentially. But chapter nine is the last chapter, so like I'm getting to the sort of closing stages of, of the game. I'm about um, forty hours in now. I'm Oof. still really enjoying it, but I think that uh, it's not as good as the first game because I don't think the story is a patch on what the first game was like. The 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 graphics and stuff like that in the game are fucking beautiful still um, but there isn't enough cutscenes in it the cutscenes are very very sparse compared to like what the first game was which is very strange because um, obviously I mean the first game was in conjunction with Studio Ghibli like they did a lot of the animation work and stuff like that and you can tell this game doesn't have that and it really does suffer because of it and um, it makes you not as connected to the characters because there's all there's very very little voice acting in it and the few cuts the few cutscenes that are voice acted are perfect the the characters voices are brilliant and really well acted but there's just not enough of them so you don't get as invested in the characters as what you would do if uh, if you had more time like hearing them speaking or not because there's so much like text to read in the game man like even the main story exposition stuff is like in the text so like you're having to like they'll say like one word they'll be like hmm or like Hey, and but like if they say that, then it's like there's a whole fucking sentence of like the shit that they're they're saying, and like you have to read through it. And I don't I don't mind that. That's fine, but that's it feels it feels really exactly yeah. It feels really old school because I mean like Final Fantasy VII is like that, but that came out in fucking like 1997. This is yeah. 20 years later. Like, come on, you can fucking voice act yeah, the, the likes, shit out the of these. Blade Two, even the NPCs are voice acted. Like, yeah, exactly. Zelda's are even voice acted. Yeah, so like, but what I found I'm doing, like, I, I will read the main, uh, the, this, when I'm doing a main storyline quest, I'll read all the exposition, 100% of it at all times, so I know what's going on in the story, but every single side mission, like, I read the first couple and I'm like, yeah, this is like a fetch quest, and I, re- and I read the next one, and I'm like, yeah, it's a fetch quest, and there was like maybe seven or eight text boxes involved in like why this person wanted me to go on a fetch quest, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, see, because you're not talking to me, I'm like, you've just put a tiny text box, I'm fucking skipping this, and I've skipped all the dialogue for every single side quest, so, like, I'm very sorry to the people that wrote that that, that dialogue, but I'm not fucking reading it. Like, <laughs> there's no way I'm reading that much text, when, I, when you're also forcing me to read the text in the main game storyline quest as well. If they'd done it, like, the text boxes for the, the side quests, alright, fair enough, I'd probably read them, and if they'd voice acted all the main story stuff, then I would probably... I've been more likely to read the side of story stuff, but I think they should have just fucking voice acted it all, and I think the game would have been much better for that. However, like because and because of that, like I haven't felt that connected to the storyline. It's not a particularly deep story either. Like it's like oh the this kid got ousted from his kingdom and now he wants to go create a new kingdom. Cool, that's fine. And then he wants to unite all the kingdoms and make everybody happy. That's the story. 
that's the story. He was it was he's got he's got this is the Declaration of Interdependence, which is essentially a giant peace treaty for the world. So like he goes around and like tries to get the other people to sign on to it. But I mean that's the storyline for the game. That's all it is. It doesn't really go any deeper than that, to be honest. Um, which is a shame because the first game had major, major, like incredible storytelling. Um, and this game doesn't have that. What it does have though is great gameplay loops. Like, the gameplay loops in this are phenomenal, and it's just a shame that they don't have like the storyline to keep you hooked in in conjunction with the gameplay loop, which is a, a real, a real shame for that game because it's it makes it like it. It may, it's still a good game, but it stops it from being a great game because it doesn't have like a great story to tell you. Which in an RPG is a bit of a problem. That's the main selling point. <laughs> exactly. For like a fifty, sixty hour game, you need to be invested in the story. And like, I'm going to finish it because I'm like, I'm I'm nearly done essentially with the with the main quest now. And I probably do some of the. I would probably do some, if not all, of the the side stuff because like the gameplay stuff is really fun and uh, the way that all the mechanics interlink uh, together is really well done but because there's no because there's no like story it, it doesn't drive me to come back to it and from from that respect anyway um but what I, but um but yeah so like I say re- really enjoying it still the gameplay but the storyline is just kind of meh um played only really one other game to be honest which is uh God of War that I picked up now, this played, is an interesting game, right? Well, I hmm? played one more game, Andy. Did you play God of War? Check your phone. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a dick. Right, okay, so yeah, we'll round table this, mate. Um, <sighs> fuck's sake. Okay, so so yeah, I, I picked up God of War and... Mm. I mean, I saw the trailers for it, and I, I thought it looked kind of interesting, and I did uh, like God of War Ascension quite a lot. Um, I gave it a 91%, which I think was probably very Aye. generous in, in hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's that game's probably a 7 out of 10. That's a good game, but yeah, like, good. but uh, this game, oh, oh, what the fuck is this game? Where did this come from? How did they make God of War into, the, into this, like, thing i mean and you can see the reviews like kicking about and stuff like that it's been given like nines and tens fucking across the board like high praise from just about everybody and and even when i saw them reviews come out i'm like there's no way this god of war game can be like a nine nine or ten out of ten like this is going to be a seven or eight but holy fucking fuck this game's amazing like it looks incredible it plays so so fucking well and uh, they keep like I, I think I'm maybe 8 hours into it and like they keep adding we're more not, we're not and more spoil um, Alfheim I'm at You've not uh, sorry I've yet. just I've just I think I'm just on the last boss of that have you cleared the black smoke off the mountain yet no no I haven't done that have you done right. that already yeah I got it today what the fuck <laughs> Okay, um, so so you've played pretty much just probably probably just beyond where I'm at. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I think so. Like, cause cause I went so I saw the black smoke and then had to go to the go to Alfheim there's, and then there's quite um, there's quite a bit in Alfheim to be honest. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm on the last. How far have, have you beat the stone ancient thing? Yeah, but it opened. Yeah, I've done. Yeah, I've done that. I'm like so... I'm basically on the way out to the. I went to go to the boat and then I've got to ah. go back underground and I'm in the dark where there's this guy keeps turning the light on and off. 
So have you fought the flying thing yet? Yeah, it's like a flying guy who's teleporting about them, them fighting. I think it's something like that, yeah. Yeah, and it's like you go to take the lift and he grabs you, is that it? Yep, that's it, yeah. I'm at that. Yeah. Okay. Which I think is like the last boss of, of that bit. That's yeah, the feeling I get anyway. It is, yeah, yeah, you go in the boat and row away after that. Yeah. yeah. So like that, we're basically pretty much at, this, at the same point for, maybe for all intents and purposes. I were ahead of that. Yeah, like, so, I did try. I did try and fight that boss last night, and I and I died. Like I got him down to like a third health, and I died. And I'm like, and like, yeah, it's a bit late. I need to go to bed because I'm working in the morning. Here's, here's my issue with the game, right? I've played every mm-hmm. God of War, right? <clears throat> and I wasn't missing this one, by the way. Uh, like this wasn't a thing, and I thought I ain't telling any of this. So I spent last <laughs> night getting my PlayStation at while I was waiting on my PlayStation arriving, and I was like hiding all the hiding everywhere for me to be online. <laughs> Like so that I could play it all day today. So I've been up since like I went to bed last night uh half seven in the morning because uh, no no well, I was up watching Homeland till three and then mm. the wee one started crying. So to mm. to let Tasha get asleep, I went upstairs and took her down to feed her, and then she decided she wanted to play with Dad, and I, that's why I can't put her to sleep because it's like playtime. So mm. it came to like six o'clock and she was just sleeping. I went I'll have a coffee and wait for Tasha. So Tasha came down at like half six seven. She was like, oh, shit. I didn't hear her, blah, blah, blah. I was like, it's fine, I've got her. And then I went to bed at seven, woke up at half ten, and my PlayStation was there, <clears throat> and went and opened it, set it up. I don't think this game's hard enough, but right, I, w- I just went for normal um, mode, yeah, but like, it's it's maybe because I play, you know, I play a lot of hack and slashes, like, see somebody like yep. Fraser, I would say to put it on hard mode, like, God of War. I didn't put it on the hardest setting, but like mm. I'm not finding it overly difficult. See, when I'm dying, it's at really stupid parts, and I'm like, like I'm not saying I'm not dying because I have died, but it's like ah. But this is I, I feel, and you can't change the difficulty mid mid game. Like you have to start a new game. It told you that at start. So I, oh, okay, you know, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, so I'm kind of so like um, that's my only issue with the game. Like, hmm. uh, do you know? Right, I'll, I'll, here's my. Right, I liked at the very start. Right, so I've been playing it since half ten this morning. I've took a couple mm. of breaks, but like um, the menu screen where you, he's cutting a tree in the menu screen, mm. you push start, and that's where the game starts. Like he lifts the tree, and you're walking forward from the fucking menu screen. Um, yeah. It has no right to look this good in a PlayStation. I got the slim, didn't bother investing in a pro again. Yeah. <clears throat> nope. uh, so it looks. I played it on HD telly upstairs. It is no right looking that good on a PS4 Slim in HD. Mm. Took it downstairs so that I could put the HDR in, the extra features on my, my, mm. my big telly. And holy fuck, right? Apart from a slight frame dip, which I'd already seen in a review that that happens with the PS4 Pro and the Slim on a 4K telly, yeah. like it does dip slightly. But this is the PlayStation 4's Last of Us. That's what this is. Yep. <laughs> Do you know what? Like, I, I've heard a couple of people compare it to Last of Us, but like that's um, the that's the that's game that I feel it, it compares to the best. Yeah, I mean, uh, do you know what's actually insane? Like, how many games have you heard saying no loading screens, right? But mm. then it's like that's obviously a loading screen. Mm. There's there's no blatant obvious loading screens in this. There's a couple of lifts and stuff that you know maybe, but like it's not like blatantly obvious of just mm. like nothing happening. The, the, mm-hmm. There's no loading. There's and even when the game boots up, if you like quit out the game and go back in, which I've done a couple of times today. There's, there's, it doesn't take that long to load the entire game. Like, I don't know what fucking magic they've done with this. <laughs> no. But, like, legitimately, I'll also say, and I'm surprised you didn't say it already, it's got the best rowing mechanics in any game. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't feel okay. frustrated at one bit nope. at all whatsoever nope. with the boat, yeah. Uh, it's got skill trees level up. Blah, blah, 
no one cares about that. The axes like Thor's hammer. They should have got mm-hmm. the Thor. They should have got the Thor license. Like, see, once they got to the gate, this should have been a Thor game, like a hundred percent. It reminds me of Captain America, the uh, Super Soldier on the PS3, um, but much better. Like, see the way he throws the axe and you can get it back to you. Holy That's, fuck, that is a yeah. fun mechanic. Yeah, it's good. And see if you line it up right, and like if you move left or annoying as fuck flying enemies and you recall the axe and it hits them on the way back um, yep. so like Alfheim got the Bifrost beat the stone engine the door isn't a door kept dying at the flying enemies mm. yeah see the flying enemies at the door mm. that wasn't a door that was doing my tits in then I got into the middle and stepped into the light take it you've done that yep done that yep right so then I beat the dark flying elf and at the moment I this bit was really annoying I had to row all the way back to where you came. You have to basically go the way you came, and there's not really any enemies in the way back. Um, <clears throat> so, like, you you go past your wee the wee goblins. One of them made that. It's basically like yeah, um, yeah. Mag- Magnus and fucking what's the other? What's Magnus and Bilmers, the two brothers that mm-hmm. yeah they've yep. got the two sides of the recipe. So I'm, bas- <laughs> I'm basically there, and now I've got the bi- Bifrost thing, and I've cleared the entire mountain, and I'm up there, and I'm in a cave uh, to bury the mother's ashes or something. Mm. Yep. And I like I like the way that it's going. Oh, there's this, this, and this. You can go and do that if you want, or we can keep going in the main one. Like it kind of sways you towards the main objective, but mm. there's a load of side things. The one clever thing this does is it is still a very closed game but it gives the illusion of being a big open world but it is still yep. a single path game that's very clever but I'm, I'm kind of blown away by it like I knew I was going to get a PS4 at some point and then like when I was shopping in Vary and I bought a Hoover last night I was like I'll get quite a bit sitting here I think it was like 240 for mm. the white PS4 Slim with mm. God of War and I mean there's no point in this stage in getting a pro I wouldn't say for anybody at this light, this stage in the life cycle so basically if you take the 40 odd off for the um, the game, like they were selling them yeah, on Amazon exactly, without the yeah. game for two fifty, like just for mm-hmm. a slim. So yeah. at this stage, at this stage, I don't, I don't need anything more. Like for the last few exclusives before PS Five, I don't need anything more. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of this is this is one of my five that's drew me back. Like this one in Spider Man that's coming Spider-Man, in September. Yeah. But like, yeah, this this is what they've done is very clever as well because like. It's a game that's like soaked in history from like five games worth of stuff, like mm-hmm. um, of Kratos, and it's made it. And I'm not just saying this. If you've never played God of War, you you can play this absolutely yep. fine. Like mm-hmm. no no back reading required apart from you know that Kratos is the God of War. Like you don't need to know about his history. Like it basically starts from when he moved to Norway or wherever he is. It's like bro, and by the end of Ascension he'd beat every god in Egypt. Like by the end of God of War Three, sorry, because that's the most recent one, he'd beat every god in Egypt. There was nothing left. So now he's moved on to Norse mythology, which is quite cool. But this game is kinda weird the way it throws you and it's like, oh, just as you think it's a boss, it's like, no no, this is the like the big Yeti thing that mm-hmm. came out. At one point I was like, oh this is going to be a mega epic boss, but that's maybe because I'm finding it a bit easy. I think it'll be maybe a bit more difficult. Like there's been times where I've died because I've been backed into a corner. That's the worst for this game. Like they're very they push forward a lot. The axe is cool, but I do kind of hope that I get the chains Olympus unlocked. Like I like the wee sort of nod to it. See when he's like uh, hand wraps were hanging at the start, and he kind of just looked at it and kind of looked mm. thoughtful. Like, that was cool, but I, I don't know if he's still got the Chains Olympus. Like, he's not showing any of his old powers. He's just using this axe. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah, is kind of weird. Like be using the axe instead, but I love the axe mechanic, man. Like, axe axe like is that. cool. Like, yeah. I've upgraded quite a bit, and I like his kid. Yeah. His kid isn't one of his... Don't worry, it's more like Last of Us than anything else. You don't have to really worry about mm-hmm. the kid. 
There'll no. be occasionally it'll pop up red, but he doesn't die or anything. Like if he gets knocked over, he can't use his arrows for a bit. That's it. Mm. Like he doesn't die, so it's not like mission failed. So, I've seen him like get captured a couple of times, and it's like, it's like help me. Yeah, I didn't even run <laughs> for him. Like, I'll just throw the axe at whatever it is it's holding. Him. See, I like it, but like it runs actually better in my HD telly because, mm. like, like I've mentioned before, the problems with the pro and the slim is that it dips the frame rate because of the graphics. So, like, um. I like it better in the TV up here, but I've played a good few hours. I don't know, I've maybe put in seven or eight hours, maybe about the same as you. I've just got a wee bit further because I'm breezing through it, I feel. Mm, there is yeah. there is a lot of custom, there's not a lot of customization. there's a lot of upgrading and stuff like that to do, but no, I feel no, that I've made it halfway through the lot, screen already. There's definitely a lot of customization stuff as well, like, uh, the because you I mean you can go and do all like all the cosmetic things and you can craft all these different armors and shit like that, and that changes Kratos' look as well as Atreus. Yeah, I mean, like, like, I like I've, I've bought the kid some new clothes. Yeah, yeah. I, I like with him as well, like how you kind of you're kind of controlling him during the fight as well because you, you can. Like, <laughs> he's just a his weapon. Arrows and stuff like that as well. Like, I just tap square. Like, a, like honestly, like if you floating, click floating arrow, if you click if you click R three and it targets something, you just keep tapping square. It'll hit him. So hmm. I do that, and like I, I do like it. The next one should be called Son of War, though. Like I've got a feeling Kratos <laughs> is going to die during this. Possibly, yeah, but like, uh, I think what they what they've done is shocks me with God of War because, like, I mean, I played through all of Ascension and I don't know how long it took me to beat through that, but I didn't give any fucks about the story whatsoever. Like, and you pretty much ran through that game hitting square until all the enemies were dead, and then you fought the big giant boss. Oh, it was much more were, hack and slash. Yeah, yeah this is, and like, do you know what this, this comes across this as? Like, is deep, like it's a deep combat system. Deep story as well. Like, it's deep not just that. Well, like, absolutely. Uh, Which is surprising for Kratos because he doesn't even say that much in in the game. Like, but it's just like it's got some emotional power and like resonance to it that like none of the God of War games had this before. And like the way they're telling the story is really interesting because they're telling it with not that many words. They're telling it in a lot of like feelings and reactions and emotions and stuff like that. And Kratos is like uh, every time he says something, I'm like. It, it like it. I don't know. It kind of rings to me. Like, I don't know what it is. Um, but like, even if you just because you just sometimes you just go. Mm. I'm just mm-hmm. like, mm. yeah, come on, Kratos, let's do it. <laughs> okay. See, I, I'm kind of hoping we. I, I know we probably won't, but I kind of want it to. Uh, there's maybe a side quest or something because if they want to market it to people that have never played it before and whatnot, they've done it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even need to have looked at God of War to play this. But I, as someone as a like that's played them all, I want some sort of like, well, what the fuck happened between three and this one? I want like a flashback to show you like why did he come there from Greece? Like because th- we're not going to get a Vita spin off to fill in that like on the PSP. So <laughs> no, no. I, I want to know something, even like DLC of like Kratos leaving Greece, like because other gods were defeated because he beat. Um, hmm. Zeus, Zeus is his dad, mm-hmm. and he beat Zeus in the, the end of the last one. So, I've uh, I just want to know. I get the fact that he kind of quote unquote retired, you know, and went to Norway or Sweden or whatever this is fucking set. But like, um, snowy place, <clears throat> snowy place. But like, do, does this not feel like Horizon Zero Dawn light at some points to you? It does to me. Um, no, uh, I, I don't feel that at all. I think that this is a much more finely crafted game than what Horizon was. Like, this is a like, it's a refined as... experience because it's not open world, but I don't know if it's yeah. more finely crafted. Like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was a big player, like it came out of nowhere, and like I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to rebuy that now and fucking finish it. But like God of War, it's still God of War. It's just it's giving you a different camera angle, and um, I don't know. It's like it's giving you the illusion of full freedom, where it's like yeah, but still only set paths. Do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. God of War was always fixed camera style. 
Whereas I, this I, is fixed I behind do, you. Yeah, I mean, I do like that they've uh, the way they've done. They're kind of like. I mean, I mean, it's definitely not an open world, but I, I do like how they've got some branching paths and stuff like that. But like, yeah. anytime when you go off the like main track path, there's always something to see, even if it's yeah. something that you'll you'll come to and you'll be like, mm, I can't like open that chest, like because it's locked behind whatever it is, like some mechanic that you haven't unlocked yet. And you're like, oh, I'll know to come back here later on. And then when you do unlock like that power, and you're like, oh shit, yeah, that I saw that before, like back here. Like I'll go back to there, and then I'll unlock that chest or that pathway or whatever it is. Which I think that's really clever the way they've done that as well, because it reminds me of like, um, do you remember like uh, Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider? How they mm-hmm. had these kind of like yeah. little bits where you would, it was like a a single player driven game, and it wasn't open world. Rise of the Tomb Raider maybe had a little, it was a little bit more open, but like it would still like throw you down the main path, and then sometimes you would gain these extra abilities, and then you'd go, oh, I can now like blow up these walls, or like I can now throw a Molotov cocktail or whatever it is, and I can get through that section, and that lets me into this cave and get this upgrade points or whatever. But like God of War kind of feels like that to me, except much much more finely crafted it reminds me actually of like of like bloodborne and dark souls in that way where sometimes you will like unlock like a shortcut coming back to like an area so like you'll go down a go down a bit and then now you'll be able to unlock this pathway yeah. open a gate and then you've got a shortcut back to there now they don't, they don't overly focus on that because there is fast travel mechanics and things like that in the game as well um but it's still cool that like they've the way they've designed the levels are kind of spiraling, so you can double back on yourself and unlock these little little areas. And every time he opens a chest, like I don't know what it, what the things are, the like the runes and whatnot that uh, that you that you unlock and things. Um, but yeah, every time it feels like I've done something worthwhile. I'm not on. I'll not use all You've the runes. You've got a But yeah, I've I've got something. I look. I've got a loot box where I've gone. Oh, cool! I've I got that thing. But um, the, the the like overall with with the game so far, like I'm absolutely loving every single aspect of the game apart from one. So like the storyline's brilliant, the music's brilliant, the graphics are incredible, the gameplay is fucking phenomenal, way better than it has any right to be for a fucking God and Wa- God of War game. Like yep. it, it blows my mind, like how much I'm enjoying like <clears throat> the combat and and the puzzle solving as well. Like how you're using the axe to solve the puzzles and and whatnot. And oh, like, I can I can get the one like, oh, my fucking god. Seeing the the middle of Affelheim, like see that bit where you have to use the cog to turn it down, and you mm. can see like you know you have to throw the axe at the three letters. I can find mm. one, but I can't get it in time. So I'm like, nope, I'm leaving that. That is fucking torturing me. I spent about half an hour trying to like grab my axe back after freezing the cog and turning round mm. to hit this thing. Oh no, no, no! But yeah, the puzzle <laughs> solving that's new for God of War. There's never usually that. It's usually like there's a big flashy thing. Hit it. Yeah, hit it. And I mean, sometimes there was one or two bits where it was yeah, timing based or whatnot, but like nothing like this. Like this is done really well. Where you have to like also get like, the right angles of slicing through those like octopus vine pus pod things. The the one that I got stuck at for ages is like, do you remember you come up to a point and there's like there's like nine of them like all intertwined. Yeah. And there's like uh, the the bit you have to there's a wee face and you have to get through that. And I'm like I have no idea. Like because I was what I was thinking is that I would have to get them all at once. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I need to get all of these at once. So I'll need to like throw the axe in a certain way and then like get it to return to me and curve around somehow. So like I was trying to like chuck the axe and then like dive over, press return, and then like uh, let it come back to me. But uh, that's not how you did it at all. You only had like I got do really stuck at that for a while. You lined them up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you lined them up. Not... You can do three at a time on the same row. 
like, because oh, you, you, you just look up and they're not connected to the same vine but at first yep. it looks like I was trying to do the spin move at the same bit and I was like mm-hmm. this isn't doing it so yeah that's that's how you do it but no I've always liked God of War like I liked it enough to get this was my pull the trigger one that I liked it enough but I actually mm. I was planning on doing this all week like I had to downplay it so much that Nelson went I thought you liked God of War mate and I went nah not this one nah not for me because I knew I was going to do this at the end of the week because I was off <laughs> But yeah, um, but yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. The one, sorry, the, uh, to get back to it, the one thing that I don't like about the game is the text size. Text size is tiny. Get a like, bigger Absolutely <laughs> tiny. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that is one solution, but like, I, I sat like maybe, maybe like eight, nine feet away from my TV and like, I don't have great, great eyesight, but like, see when any text pops up on the screen, like apart from the subtitled text, I can read that fine, but like uh, any text pops up, like see when you unlock like uh, a new thing. I'm like, mm. I don't know what that says. <laughs> and and like all the text in the menu, I'm like, nope, can't read any of that. So like I have to I find myself if I'm going in the menu, I have to like move closer to the screen, which is yeah, just annoying for me. I, I prefer to But they've actually like patched it already. Like okay. I think they patched it like yesterday or maybe even the day before where they've uh, they've got a slider now where you can make the text size bigger. So oh, I need to do I need to do that. And uh well hopefully but uh, like from what I've read online about that, the text size is still quite small. Um, but because that only lets you make some of the text bigger, not all of it, not like game wide. So, but I'll turn that up and see if that helps me a bit, and ho- hopefully it will. Because that's like literally the only problem I've got with the game. Like apart from that, I've loved every single fucking second of it. Like all, all the upgrades and stuff like that, I've, I've really enjoyed doing. It's a much deeper system than what I ever imagined a God of War game would have. Because oh, I remember God of War before. No, I know it was a. I know I always had the skill awesome. trees. Yeah, but like you could power up your strength or your vitality and like and that sort of shit. But this one has like all the fucking shit that you that you get and you can go to those guys and they can upgrade your axe and help you craft new bits and pieces of armor and shit like that and I'm like there's so much here like like that side of it is like RPG level type like upgrades yeah. and whatnot which is awesome. And and to for them to put that into like a, a fucking action focused game like this and still have the action focused combat be probably the best action focused combat I've ever played is fucking insane. So yeah, absolutely loving this game. It surprised the fuck out of me. It's uh, only on the PlayStation, obviously, but like PlayStation, I have what? Mm, not quite a year off. How, when did I sell my Pro? Like last year? Yeah, some sometime last year. Um, so maybe seven, eight months ago. Yeah, so like I haven't had one for a while. Like I forgot. And I- 2016 obviously pad that came with this or 2017 it will mm. be this model mm. but like the the DualShock battery is terrible fucking awful compared to like my plain charge kit for the Xbox One like legitimately the Xbox One pad gets used all day I sit and play a good 2-3 hours out of Ghost Recon most mm. nights when I can this pad like oh I fully charged it this morning it's nearly dead already like I'm probably going to mm. go downstairs and have to recharge it like DualShock batteries are fucking terrible <laughs> see like I, i've kidding. never I've, I've never had an issue with my my new ones because in the, the 2000 and like uh, the 2016 17 models are far better battery life than the original ones like yeah, they've well, got a way that, improved that battery that, on them yeah but if that's way improved it's pish compared to the, the plane charge kit really bad i, I mean honestly I've, I've never had a single issue with, yeah, with you've the, never with really played on it. the xbox so much like, do you know what no, I, mean? I, I have. Like, I've and I, I've run my battery down on on the Xbox One before. Like, on I've got a, I've got a plain charge kit as well. But like, I find with the with the PlayStation because I, I've got what I've got three 
three PlayStation 4 controllers now. So, like, if I do, like, run out of charge on one while I'm playing, then I just switch to the and one of the other controllers. Yeah, so I've got got my PlayStation back. I think I'll just be using it for the exclusives. And uh, see this game, you know fine well that this is going to look even better in PS5. That's all I can say. Like, it's a game that you can feel. It's like this is as far as PlayStation 4 can go. That's what yeah. I've that's I've played this. It's a bit like Last of Us. It was called it mm-hmm. for a reason. Mm-hmm. If Last of Us 2 comes out in PS4, like yeah, it's going to look similar to this. So it's like yeah, that's that's the limit of PlayStation 4. It's time to move on to the next console now. Whereas obviously I, Xbox I have done that. it slightly differently because the X isn't quite like the Pro where it's a semi-upgrade. The X is a full, basically new console. It's just not marketed as such to keep the audience. But like, yeah, the X could the X could run this, but like the, the PlayStation 4, even the Pro from what I've read on it, isn't handling it as best as... Like it looks like a like a good settings rather than, uh, you know, ultra settings on a PC. Like mm. th- this could run better. I know that for a fact. I mean, I mean, it could for sure, yeah. And but what I, think I mean about that, that is, I've never played a PlayStation Four game until this point that I've thought that about that this mm. could run better. But I'm now seeing that from this. So, like every game for the next two years that's a big release title, you're going to kind of see that. I think. Well, I think I think we've already started to see it in dribs and drabs with the third with the third parties or the. Uh, like Ubisoft and stuff like that. Like, um, your obviously your Xbox One exclusives. You've got no comparison for like sure. the the PS4 and like God of War. There's no comparison for Xbox One. But like, see if you Gears of War Four kind of. Well, I mean, maybe, but like, I think we're we're gonna see more of a disparity between like the uh the between the third party titles that come out on both. Yeah. So say like yeah, uh, see, I mean, we've seen it already. Assassin's Creed Origins runs way better on Xbox One X than it does on PS4 Pro. Yeah. Like, and they marketed it that way, and it, and like yeah. it it runs better. Like it's a it fucking does. it's a fact. <laughs> like that's it. Um, and I think that as we go continue to go on with this generation until PS Five comes out, like you're going to see more and more of a gap opening up between uh, like Xbox One and uh, PS Four. Where, where to a point it will come it will come down to like oh runs at runs at four K sixty FPS on Xbox One X. Yep. Runs at 1080p, 30 frames <laughs> per second on yep. PS4, that if yeah. PS4 Pro. That's the difference. Like it'll make down the line. I mean, don't As, get me wrong. Like, hmm. It's still a good game, but like it actually runs better if you HD. I know you don't have HDR on, but like if you turn the HDR off, it runs better because like it's asking a bit too much of the console at that point. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And so, I know the Pro Pro might handle hmm. it slightly better, but from the videos I've seen, it doesn't really handle it that better. Whereas like if they had like saved the Pro for a couple of years and done like an X upgrade, then it would handle this a bit better. So I think the only time you're going to really see God of War shine is on the PS5. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm playing it on the Pro and, like, I think it looks fucking amazing. I haven't seen any, like... I haven't I noticed mean, any frame depth. I mean, there might well have been, but... You can't put the HDR on it and stuff like that to stretch it. Do you know what I mean? You can't no, that's, that. that's true. Um, when I did... Uh, when, when you do boot up the game at first, if you're playing on Pro, it does let you choose... And um, whether you want to favor performance or uh, what was it, performance or like visual fidelity, essentially. Um, so you could you can choose either way, uh, and I think it does it like it says it's two it's two forty p checkerboarded if you run it at uh, at performance, and that just scales to whatever TV you have. Um, or you can run it at ten ten eighty p and like uh, focus more on the performance side of it, so like the frames. Um, and I and I, I tried it like the ten eighty p with with the with a frame boost on it first, and 
and I thought, okay, this this looks pretty good, but then I changed it to the other way, and like it looks way better there, and I haven't felt that it's depreciated the actual per- like performance of the game, like in terms of the the French second round like, at all. So like that's the way that that I would run it. Um, on, certainly, certainly playing on the yeah, certainly playing on the pro and like a, just a 1080p TV. Um, obviously, it's going to look better on a 4K TV. Like that's just a, a fact. And oh yeah. Uh, and hope and hopefully I'll get uh, I'll get a 4K TV sooner or later before well, like, uh, before I finish this game. But uh, yeah, who knows? But I mean, like obviously, like I said, I played it up here and I played it on my 4K and see just because I'm used to like the let's call it what it is the real 4K on the X and like looking at this, it's like stretching it and it's making the PlayStation run. And okay, I'm running this in a slim, but I'm sure it's pretty much the same for the Pro from the reviews. Hmm. Like this is busting the balls of the PS4 this game is mm. like you won't see another God of War in PlayStation 4 like oh no and like like I said like you'll see this in the PS5 and you'll be like holy fuck look at it and I don't mean like Last of Us remastered and Last of Us I mean this oh when you exact, put it backwards compatible yeah yeah yeah. I mean this exact backwards compatible game mm. on PS5 I don't think we'll get a remaster I would hope that we wouldn't get a remaster of this one but yeah I, I hope th- not <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think the smart move for it would be change the box logo to just PS5 and bring this out mm. again. Do you know what I mean? And works mm. on PS4. Just do that for backwards compatible so that they've got a bigger library when it starts. But it's an amazing game. Um, I've always liked God of War. Obviously, like God of War enough to grab another PlayStation for it. But <laughs> yeah, um, I think once I, I think I could finish this by tomorrow. I've just got this feeling because I've read some places 20 to 30, depending on like how you're playing it. Um, 20 to 30 hours. And if I've already put pushing 10 hours tonight if I sink a lot of time in tomorrow by the end of the week I'll have this finished and traded I I believe that the point we're at, uh, I could be wrong because I've tried not to look too much into this but the impression that I get from because I've watched a couple of reviews like completely yeah. spoiler free ones where um where they've only talked about the, like, the mechanics and stuff like that and not really much of the story and things um, so I believe from what they've said in those ones that we are maybe a quarter to a third through, like, at this point. Yeah, so maybe, is, maybe by next week. Yeah, so, I, I mean, it is, like, 20, 20 to 30, depending on, like, uh, how, how like, how much you die and, like, uh, side and how much side quests and shit like that you do. Obviously, it's going to be 40 plus to, to do all the things, but for me, like, I'm probably not going to do all, all the different things. Yeah. But I've not got to the point like where you're at, where it's kind of op- it's obviously opened up a bit and given you some more choices as to where you can go. So like, where you can use the dial, you know the dial. Yeah, I'm the gonna... fast travel thing. Yeah, I reckon I'm gonna go. I'm near at the top of the mountain already, so I don't mm. like. I thought that would be unless something happens and I can't release the ashes mm. at the top because that would make sense for that to be the ending. But mm. um, who knows? It might happen mid game, and then Kratos might decide to get involved in one of the fights. So something mm. else might happen, but I, mm. I think the other surprising thing for me about about this game was that you see the way they marketed it, and like every single fucking thing that they showed about this game was the snow and the snow yeah. and the snow, there's and not like as much snow as I thought. There's no one near as much. I thought the entire game was based in snow, and like that kind of turned me off a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad to report that that's not a, not the case. There's like really beautiful vistas in it. Oh Including man, the like, snow stuff. The snow stuff's I've lovely, but like a couple other like. Shows. Yeah, there's other like incredible, incredible like uh, colorful areas that you travel to, and like holy fuck, it looks like the design I mean, like, of it is so cool. Valerian looking environments, Avatar yes. looking environments. Yeah, like the pictures I, I just totally sent you there, Andy. 
Right. I took them earlier. That was obviously my 4K, and I was like, can I it? Mm. Fuck, that's what HDR on. Okay, I'm just looking and pulling up your photos. Yeah, like those ones. And it reminds me a wee bit of Horizon as well, because Horizon's got a few wee bits and pieces that are kind of like that as well. Yeah, I mean, those colours are absolutely popping in HDR, man. Like, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, and that's a bad picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the the one thing that I wanted to ask you about, and I, I think the, uh, we definitely need to mention this, and, the, and then we'll get wrapped up in this. Um, the superhero fight at the beginning. What did you think of that? Like, see where he's fighting uh, the the kind of other god guy. I didn't buy that. That guy was stronger than me. <laughs> like, didn't. Well, I mean, like, good things come in small packages. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that guy was. Then, but... <laughs> <laughs> that guy was. That guy was clearly like a god as well. And I mean, oh yeah, like, I thought it was either Loki. I thought. I thought it was Loki. But it's, it's not. I mean, they tell you it's it not, was. They it's not it was I, can't, I can't remember his name. Uh, Balder it was, which is like oh, yeah. Saul's other brother, was, basically. Oh, there was a Warcraft, fucking Warcraft 2. Like, see when you're fighting the big one of the big trolls, one of the first big trolls, he kept going, mm-hmm. look time. That's from Warcraft. You know when they you make them go and like chop the trees down? Right. He's carrying a tree. It's a Warcraft Easter egg, as far as I know, unless it's a thing that trolls say that. But he was like, look time. Kept saying it. You know, the, one of the first big guys where he goes, are we going to fight that? Yep. And he's like, yeah, the second one of that kept going, log time. Like, and it was like, that. <laughs> Honestly, mate, I picked up on it, he said it a few times, and I'm like, that's what, whenever you sent the orcs in Warcraft mm. to go and chop the trees, they would say, mm. okay, 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 log time. <laughs> no, I don't, don't remember that at all. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, I, I loved that fight, man. Like, I thought it was an incredible way to open the game. Fucking absolutely loved it. Like, any time when I've had, like, a superhero fight in a game, like and that's superhero? what this is. This is a this is a superhero fight. hundred percent. Oh, no, it's, it's a superhero fight. Mate. It's a like, superhero it, fight. It is like see if you Google God of War superhero fight. Like this will come up every single time. Um, but like this is a superhero. In fact, don't Google it just in case there's a spoilers for later in the game. <laughs> but um, it was but, like, more like an is, anime fight. It, well, kind of. I mean, it, it felt like it felt like two truly. Yeah, I mean, it felt like two truly powerful people fighting, and I don't think I've ever had that in a game, even, like, in a game with, like, superheroes where you've been, um, let's say, I don't know, Superman fighting against somebody, or, uh, that's maybe a bad example, because there's no good Superman games. Um, but what other super, superhero games? Have, uh, yeah, uh, what other superhero games have we had that have Injustice. had, like... Injustice, maybe? And, like, obviously they had their, they, they had, like, the special uh-huh. moves and stuff like that, but you didn't feel, you weren't in control of that at all. Like, that's just, you push a button and then there it goes. Well, God of War was known for pioneering events. Remember that? Yeah. But I think, I was, I didn't think that fight would amount to anything. I was like, okay, well, here's like a, a boss fight to get He's me used to back. it. Oh, he will come. He will come back. Yeah, I think. I think he will. But like, uh, but I couldn't believe how good that fight was. I'm like, oh my fucking you know, god! Like, one one thing I would admit, kept going. Uh, I'm like, oh man. One thing I would admit I'm struggling with just because I played the series previously is the shoulder buttons being mm-hmm. used for attacks. Like I'm sometimes mi- mixing up throwing the axe and using. You know how it's like uh, the same button and then R a combination of like L2 and R1 yep. to do like your special moves. Like I keep pushing face buttons. Like see the minute I get swarmed, I keep hitting triangle. Mm-hmm. Because that used mm-hmm. to be in God of War, like triangle and circle yep. and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, the only button that's the same is dodge. Like, so I'll just dodge yeah. until I remember what I meant to do. <laughs> it's taken me a wee while to get used to it, obviously, because quite a while into it today between making my daughter laugh for the first time. But like, um, <laughs> honestly, like, it's it's such a good game. Like, I don't regret 
at all. Although I did get told by the wife since you spent that money on that, can I spend the same on clothes? So I had to say yeah. <laughs> but I just bought you a Hoover. Come on. <laughs> it's not quite the same. No. But yeah, yeah. great, great fucking game. I can't wait good, to play more of it. Good game. No, possible ye- possible game of the year att- contender depending oh, on- dep- Splinter Cell hits this year it's pushing it out yeah I don't know we'll see the, the, it's the best thing I've played so far this year hands fucking down see Far Cry 5 like it's set the bar quite high to be honest for me mate mm-hmm. I know you'll not play it but like that was a fucking good game um, obviously neither of us are really Red Dead guys we'll not get, probably get Red Dead Redemption yeah. this year but I mean the Division 2 I'll probably pick up if it's this year Watch Dogs 3, I think I'd probably play the Watch Dogs 2 first. I don't think I'll be day one for that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's probably definitely going to be my top five anyway already, I'd say. Hmm. But, yeah. And, yeah and, and, I mean, like, I've heard, like, the game, and, and I've certainly, what I've experienced so far, like, I didn't think that they would be able to top that superhero fight for me, like, at that beginning. I'm like, holy fuck, that was an amazing opening. Like, it can't get better than that. And, like... They've just kept making it get better and better and better. Oh, and, the momentum uh, in it's crazy. Like, there's no downtime, yeah. really. No, not at all. And, and like, any time when there is like a, a point where you need to like walk from point A to point B, there's always like that's when they'll add like your story exposition stuff. So you'd never feel. I've never felt bored in the game for one fucking second. No, because the fact it'll start talking and the wee boys here just now. And... But yeah, what what a great what a great fucking game to watch. Yeah. Anyway, let's just finish up for tonight. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I've been Andy. He's been Ali. <laughs> Forty-two level one. Stay tuned for Game History One Hundred and One pre-recorded. And later on, we have got the B team with Chipsella and the guys in about an hour and a half. We'll be here next week. Um, probably I'll finish God of War by then and be like, should I trade him a PlayStation or just keep it? But I won't. Um, so thanks very much for listening. Peace out. Just like you crashed my shade of green, I'm